Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. We are back. Oh, hey. hey. All right. So we got to do this shit all over again. So all over let you again. Lead it in. I got to let you lead it in. So go ahead. All right. You're welcome to the first episode of the podcast with no name. Uh, I'm here with Greg, who clearly has a fairly interesting following. So shout out to him for putting me onto this. Uh, I am your girl, the one and only Stephanie, fairly new to stereo, brand new to, to podcasting. Uh, and I got a lot of shit to say. So that's why I'm here. Yeah. And I'm Greg. Uh, everybody else on here knows me as Hibachi Poppy because I like Hibachi, but it's okay. Um, we are back <laughs> for the first episode that Stephanie's on. I've been on a couple others, but this one is going to be your favorite. I promise you there's going to be a lot of shit that's going to be discussed that you're going to love, but even more things that you're going to disagree about. And luckily, we're on the right platform where people have to comment if they dislike things. So um, basically, let's start with an introduction. So the introduction, aka shooting the shit, is where we just discuss who we are as people and what made us want to start this show together. Um, but first and foremost, like tell the people a little bit more about yourself. Okay, so um, I'm a girl living in the DC area, from uh, originally from New York, fan of New York sports teams. It's shameful to admit that. Um, but yeah, like I said in my intro, I've got a lot to say. I'm opinionated. Uh, I have absolutely no filter. I will tell people exactly what's on my mind and it has gotten me in trouble. It has gotten me in a lot of good situations. And, and, you know, that was the the primary motivation for, for me joining a podcast. Um, I, yeah, uh, I've been told, uh, you know, uh, a number of, of times through my various social media platforms that I should probably speak more frequently and more openly uh and so that's here i am this is this is my new platform greg yes and i like it i like the fact that you already know that you got the broadcasting voice so everybody's like oh yeah i like that she's cool oh i should i went to school for this man yeah 
we're going to touch on that on an episode for sure because you know okay. you do have the voice for it we, you do have the voice for it so with this show specifically we want to touch on a couple of things um first and foremost women know a lot more about sports than men lead on so steph is actually going to school a lot of people who are coming on this show and have no clue uh so the format of the show is like so we talk a little bit of sports, we talk politics, we get into news and entertainment for the most part, and then we have our debate. So our debate this week is, like the show title says, post-breakup pettiness and pandemic dating. So just to like lead us in, let's just start with the sports, okay? So okay. sports. Well, I mean, do, do you want to go into to how we met and how this, this became I, a thing? Yes, yeah, let's let's do that. I was I wasn't going to touch on it, but I was like, you know what? It's on the docket. We I should. Think, I think we should. It's an interesting story, Greg. Yes, let's go. Let's go for it. <laughs> do you want to kick it off? Or do you want me to? I want you to. I've got okay. So listen here. I'm going to preface this story with the fact that my memory is not great. Mm-hmm. I've got you know a, a lot of fogginess around this, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it all started when I had a contract with New Era, didn't it? Yep. All right. So yeah, uh, way back in the day, in a past life, I, I had a a two year modeling contract with New Era and the the unfortunate New York Jets, um, where I became a pseudo celebrity in the New York City metropolitan area. It was it was a lot of fun. I got a, I had a lot of experiences as a part of that, uh, and one of those experiences was meeting Greg. Uh, Greg and I have actually never met in person, um, but he started, yeah, ever. He uh, he started following me on uh, on the gram, and we've been fast friends ever since. It's, it's been pretty interesting. Yeah, I can't combat that. Like, it has been a situation where it's actually become a friendship. We talk more and more throughout the day, um, but it just randomly, I was like, you know what? She, she has the personality for podcasts and why didn't she start a podcast? And you said that you wanted to start a podcast, but even before then I had followed you and then come to find out, like, we also have like your friends. I followed them too. And I was like, wait, like I felt like a creep at first. I was like, damn, like our mutual friends are her closest friends. So I was like, wait, like, I guess it's because like either stuff I post on Instagram or something like that. But more importantly, like you guys are friends. I'm friends with you guys. And now yeah. you and I just ironically have a fucking podcast together. So low key, I'm still going to blame it on the fact that you're a creep. Okay. And that's, fine. I mean, I don't know that, that for that sure, is, but fuck it. I'm going to go with it. That, that's fine. <laughs> Here's the issue with social media. Like a lot of people get on social media to try to get themselves to pass. The issue is for me, I use Instagram and I use social media as a way to meet new people because that way I don't have to go to the bars, yeah. I don't have to go to restaurants to meet people. And then if I don't really like your personality, instead of having to break up with you for the friendship, I can just unfollow you. And shit just works like that. True so, story. That's you know, that's a same. good approach. I oh I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I use social media for the same exact reason that I'm gonna use this podcast. It's all mad shit. Yeah. Like just so so people are aware, like this is what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna talk a lot of shit. Okay. I I, <laughs> I, I, I was I was ta- I was taking a sip of, you know, nature's cure, which is alcohol. And mm-hmm. I, oh, you I'm, joined I'm, me. That's, I'm glad to hear. Yeah. So I'm I'm drinking brown alcohol, unfortunately, because uh, I don't do clear alcohol anymore. So okay. Yeah, I've had bad nights with vodka, gin, and uh, a substance by the name of Rumplemints. I don't know what the fuck is in that shit. Oh, God, Rumplemints is just, why would you do that to yourself? I I thought it was a good idea when I was like 21. 
And then I thought, mm. it was, you know, even better at 25. So I've done a lot of like phases. That's so I've terrible, had the whole phase. Yeah. yeah, I've had the whole phase. <laughs> I've had the the four local phase. I've had the club phase. I've had a lot of phases. Right now I'm going through that phase of like, how can we like expand the brand? So expanding the brand to okay. me is first importantly, like myself. Expand the brand, but also bringing people along like yourself who are just honestly good people. And having good people around you makes you feel better as a person. Um, and saying that, we're going to say some things, like you said, that are going to piss people off and you're going to talk shit, which is going to be fun because there's going to definitely be topics where we don't agree. So let, let's just start with, I guess, the sports side okay. of things. We're going to completely disregard the how was your weekend thing because honestly, it's, <laughs> at the time of work, well, it's it's what it's Wednesday now. Like asking what your yeah. weekend was like, it doesn't matter at this point. Um, yeah, I could ask what you ended up getting into, but you know, nah. And then now we're into sports, and then we'll talk politics and everything like that. Where do you want to start when it comes to sports? I mean, we we can go with with your statement about Ron Rivera having the Washington football team looking like shit. because uh, yes. I have something to say about that. Yeah. Um, both of us living in the DC area, like I don't know that you have ever, like I don't know if you've ever been to a game. I've been to plenty and I fucking hate going to those games. I feel like FedEx Field is probably one of the worst stadiums in like the NFL, mainly because it's a hill to go up or down, and more importantly, like the team is trash. It feels like you're going on a field trip to a place you've already been and it just <laughs> continuously gets worse. So not 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 on top of that, but Ron coming from Carolina, knowing that he was terrible as a coach there, coming to D.C. and trying to change the culture that was already bad was just a, a terrible situation. Not Adam Gates, you know, wise, but we'll get there later. <laughs> when, when it comes yeah, to Ron I mean, Rivera, I actually... Oh, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. First and foremost, I live walking distance to that garbage stadium. Uh, I have been to a game there. Uh, it was actually Jet Skins. Uh, which I fucking, I wish I had paid money to fucking watch a bum tap dance because that was the most atrocious thing I've ever laid my eyes on. Uh, but that stadium is absolute shit. It's, it's set up like a high school stadium inside. The only stadium in the NFL that I would have given less credit to is Ralph Wilson stadium. Um, yeah, it's bad. Um, but, but I can't agree with you wholeheartedly that, that Ron Rivera is completely at fault. Like he inherited a three and 13 team. It's not like he was going in there and inheriting the 2007 Patriots. Like he went in there with an already shit team. You can't blame a guy for not doing anything with that. Like they don't have anybody. There's no way that they're going to do anything with that team. I, like you couldn't put anybody in there. That, that's true. But I mean, just to counter your point. I feel like when it comes to the Redskins, like you already know you're walking into a bad situation. And Ron Rivera, for him to say that he's going to change the culture, and the first thing he does is bench the quarterback that was just drafted for him, regardless of the fact that Haskins and you know he's an absolutely terrible quarterback. He's not like Cal Allen bad, but he, he's pretty fucking bad. But the issue is everybody else in Washington is as well. It just reminds me of that year where. Everybody had these expectations of the Washington football team. We don't call them the Redskins on this show because, you know, we're, we're inclusive, but we also don't really respect that team, old or new. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but what I think... I, I, I also want to say that it's probably offensive to Native Americans to call them Redskins, not because of the, the racial epithet, under the, the underlying racial <laughs> epithet there, but just because the football team is so bad, they don't want to be associated with them either. Yeah, but... 
my, I think my main issue with them calling themselves like the Redskins is already bad, but they call themselves the Washington mm-hmm. football team and they're bad at that. It's like you have one job and you're bad. <laughs> like, like, think about it. Every, every other NFL team has like a name. They have like the Chiefs uh-huh. or the Broncos. Yeah. Like, okay. Like th- that animal is this or that name means this. The Washington football team, yeah. you're like you expect them to be like exceptionally good. That or they have to be a soccer team in like another country. The fact that the yeah. Washington Football Club, the Washington Football Club, the Washington <laughs> Sports Team, whatever you want to call them, they are fucking terrible. To the point where when they they don't come on Red Zone. I noticed that. I watch Red Zone because I hate watching live TV and I hate commercials. Mm-hmm. So I'll go and I'll watch like Red Zone. They never show the Redskins unless there's a touchdown. And I get it. That's the whole point of Red Zone. But they never show, hey, here's a drive that's happening with the Washington Redskins. And if they do, it's always, hey, there's another interception. This is the fourth for Dwayne Haskins. Or, hey, they just put Alex Smith in just so we can see him getting, you know, Aaron Donald on his back and pretty much breaking his leg again. It's like, God damn, it's terrible. So Yeah, I mean, it, realistically, like Red Zone is a, ch- a channel set for football highlights. There is no highlight about this team. The highlight is the bye week because nobody has yeah. to watch them. Yeah. It's and so I mean, cool. you're you're talking to a Jets fan here. Like, I know what it is to be terrible. The Washington football team makes us look like fucking a team full of Tom Brady's. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. The on, the only like nitpick I have is the Jets are actually a better team overall than the Washington football team. My issue with Holy the Jets agree. is it, it's just Adam Gase, like. You know how people say it, hate is a strong word? It's not strong enough when it comes to Adam Gates. And I know we just completely pivoted away from, like, the Redskins or the Washington football team. They have to get a better nickname. I'm just going to call them DCFC. It's really. Because, yeah, it, it sounds, <laughs> I think, I think DCFC is a better name than the Washington football. It's too much. If like, they could have literally called themselves anything and they were like, you know what? We can't figure that out either. Like, it's just yeah. the, the show i mean the entire the entire team is a shit show the entire organization is a fucking circus it's not even worth it yeah I, it, it just hurts to know that we live in a state or in a you know district rather where i would much rather drive to baltimore to see a game than go 15 to 20 minutes up the road to see the washington football team play that's fucking bad. i would drive like, to fucking los angeles and yep. watch the Chargers play before I, I went to another game at FedEx Field. Yeah. Like, I know you've been in FedEx. Like, every time I go to FedEx Field, it's never a good game. When I say that, like, the teams that they play are already blowing them out. But every game I've been to, I just remember the weather being terrible, the tailgating being terrible. I went for the Niners game. I think it was, like, last season. Last season, was like, great, we're going to go see the Niners play. It's going to be a nice day. The whole day before, it was, like, 84 degrees. The day of the game, it's pouring down raining. So from like 7 o'clock in the morning until 1 o'clock kickoff time, it's fucking raining. And of course, me, I'm like, oh, the Niners in the town. I want to go see them. I'm a fan of George Kittle. Let me just go ahead and see what the game is about. So I buy these tickets there. At this point, they're like 60 bucks. So I'm going. So I go, I'm sorry. I got a phone call in the middle. Of that. Basically, that's all right. I go into the, I go into the stadium and. Where I'm standing at for the game is literally knee high in water. So Oof. imagine going to a game that's already rained out, but the Redskins Stadium has a situation since it sits on a hill when it rains, there's no way that it flows down because everything just sits like milk in a cereal bowl, pretty much. Yeah. So if you're like if you're near the floor, like you're near the field, 
if you're standing in the snow, you're standing in the snow. If you're standing in the rain, you're standing in the rain. So for me, it's just instantly fuck the red, you know, the Redskins, the Washington football team, their stadium. Uh, the fact that they don't play in D.C. really pisses me off because there are a lot of places yeah. they could have put that stadium. They could have put it right <laughs> to the Matt Stadium. I don't know why they didn't do that, but. I will. Well, I mean, the traffic, the traffic in that stadium, the DC traffic is just a disaster as it is. Now that Audi Field and that stadium are right there next to each other, that whole area is a fucking shit show, too. So, like, it makes sense to not put another sports venue in that location because literally nobody in their right mind would set foot in that area of Washington, DC if they put the skins or the, the, the Washington football team um, over there. Um, additionally, they're not worth it. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah. it's not worth spending that kind of money on real estate on this garbage ass team. Like this team is a dumpster fire. So they put it in the most dumpster fire county in the state of Maryland. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, there's there's nothing redeeming about the Washington football team. And so, you know, it, it makes sense that they're here. Additionally, I'm with you. The location is bad. The team is bad. The tailgating is bad. I come from, again, I had, I was a season tickets Jets holder or a Jets season tickets holder. And the, like, even when the team was abysmal, you could always count on the fact that Jets tailgate some of the best in the NFL. You know, people mm-hmm. got there seven o'clock in the morning. They were already drinking and playing cornhole outside of the gates at MetLife Stadium for an hour before mm-hmm. the gates went up. So like, Tailgates were always incredible. The first time I went to a FedEx field, I was so disappointed by the enthusiasm of fan base. But I mean, really, what do they have to be excited about? Yeah, nothing. And so, you know, it's there's like, I mean, truly and honestly, I have not met like a ton of people outside of this immediate area that are Redskins fans. Why don't we just like move them to like Delaware? Can we do that? Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I, we move the Raiders. We move the Rams. Like, can yes. we can we make them the Delaware football team? Yeah. Or or just do like they wanted to do with the Raiders and just send them to London. Just give them a game where people actually have to go out of their way to see them play. Like that yeah. would make sure to know if you are a genuine Redskins or Washington football team fan by saying, you know what? If you're a real fan, you would have been to London by now. And all nine of the fans that are Redskins or Washington football team fans, they can say, you know what? I go to London three times a year to go see them play. Now, that's just yeah. nine people, but yeah. I, I don't know. But let's see. What, it's you know, nine people. I want, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to harp on, you know, the Washington, the DCFC too much because they already have it hard enough. Now we got to yeah. get into your team. The reason why I want to touch on your team <laughs> is because. Um, Here's my issue. You have Jamison Crowder, who I feel like is a solid player. And you and I have mm-hmm. talked about the fact that, like, Robbie Anderson is, like, he's, like, to me. That broke Robert my heart. Yeah. They, they, they let Le'Veon go. When I say they, I'm talking about Adam Gase. And I, I just want a Jets fan to explain to me the heartache that you are feeling right now. I, so, this is, this is longstanding, all right? The... I have been hurting as a Jets fan for the entire existence of my fandom. In the history of my life, my team has never been good. We had some hope during the Rex Ryan years, but we also realized that Rex Ryan is full of shit. And we didn't realize how horrible a person Rex Ryan is until he left us to go coach the Bills. And then the entire Jets fan base was like, oh, 
I understand why everybody fucking hates that guy. Those are the only hopeful years we had. So that, that's to put it into perspective. This whole, per, this, this particular season has been an absolute catastrophe, which I could have called last year. Adam Gase is the poster child for methamphetamine. Like, look at that guy. Mm-hmm. His eyes yeah. are bugged out. He has no idea what he's doing. And he has historically not been a good coach. And the fact that the Jets allowed him to get rid of Le'Veon Bell before he relinquished his own job is a testament to the fact that we have to wipe the entire team clean. Front office, Mm -hmm. back office, coaching staff, and most of the roster just needs to be let go. And we need to start from the beginning. Like the people that are making the decisions on that team historically have made poor decisions. And so, you know, it is heartbreaking, but it's also status quo. This is what we as a, as a fan base have gotten used to. And it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the worst seasons we've seen in the recent past. But again, we're not going anywhere. I'm fully prepared based on our roster to go 0 and 16 this year. And it is single-handedly the responsibility of Adam Gase. If that man has a job next season with the New York Jets franchise, I might go and burn down Atlantic Health myself. Okay. And I'm going to be right there with you. Um, The reason why I say that is because I feel like they will rather fire Greg Williams than fire Adam Gase, which is sad because we know that, you know, Greg Williams isn't the best defensive mind when it comes to at least the Jets. He just doesn't get it for them. You know, I mean, he literally let a third string quarterback score. What? I think he scored like 38 points on the Jets. However, your, your main coach and somebody that I have, somebody said this to me and it actually hurt my heart to hear it said out loud. The Jets fired Todd Bowles to hire Adam Gase. Yeah. And I mean, truly and honestly, I I, I don't think that Todd Bowles was the greatest coach we had either. However, Mm -hmm. Todd Bowles had an investment in the team where he truly, truly tried to make a trophy out of dog shit. And and he was personally, you could tell, as a fan, I could tell that he was personally invested in that team. Adam Mm -hmm. Gase looks like he's lost. He looks like you threw him in a room full of mirrors and he doesn't know how to fucking get out. It's the worst possible fit for New York. It's the worst possible fit for either one of the teams. It's the worst possible fit for the New York Jets. And the sooner he leaves, the sooner we can get back onto the road of recovery. But here's the problem. No one sees him being the issue. And that's what I don't understand. Like, how can you go onto the field every Sunday and say, this guy's the right decision? Given how poorly our play calling looks, given how poorly our roster looks, given how poorly our team is playing, how can you continuously go out and say that that man is the right choice for this team? Mm. Said it better than I could ever say. And Fire them all and make me the head coach. You know what? We need to petition for that. Steph for coach. I've been saying this since 2009, man. Yeah, this shit is just disgusting. Um, but in saying that, you know, that's just our take on that. We still have to go through our predictions. Now, you and I know, but our listeners don't know that you and I have this little, not a rivalry going on that just started really, but we are going to mm-hmm. start picking the games to see who's going to win. So we can do like a quick take. We say, you know, who's going to win, who's going to lose. And then we can get into the politics because a lot of people that are in this room right now, they want to hear about post breakup pettiness and pandemic dating. But you know, we got to get all this shit in order for you to get there. This is absolutely here, right? so, it's called a teaser people it's called a teaser and stick with us and exactly. we'll get you places exactly 
So let's just go quickly <laughs> through these games to figure out exactly who's going to win, who's going to lose. And we don't even have to get into the wild. We just know for a fact they're going to lose or win. So first game, yep. Steelers and Titans. Steelers and Titans. I have Pittsburgh going to that game. I have the Titans. I feel like the Titans are going to oh. win. We're just doing quick votes. So the first episode will be yeah. quick votes. And then, you know, we'll talk about that stuff later. Uh, in in all fairness, that was my over. least confident pick. So it, I think that one can go either way. I picked Pittsburgh because, you know, I, I think they're due. Okay. So what about so. the Cowboys and DCFC, a.k.a. the Washington football team? <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboys? Okay. I yep. said the same thing. Um, Seahawks, Cardinals. Uh, I originally thought that the Cardinals might have a chance, but I, I think it's, I think Seahawks are going to take it. Same here. Um, Niners and Patriots. Uh, I took Niners. I took the Patriots. Uh, we'll get into it on another episode. Um, okay. Giants I took the Niners because they've been on a tear and Jimmy G could get it if he wanted to. I'm just saying. Oh my God. Uh, well, I mean, he, <laughs> Here's the thing. He is dating a porn star, right? So he he might be able to do some things. And I mean, I hey, guess we listen. can talk about. Hey, if you like every woman makes that, a man better for the next woman. Yeah, you know what? I have nothing to say. Well, we'll get you back wanna, to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to that. Actually, I'm going to put a pin in that when it comes to it. Like what what in, what NFL quarterback does Steph like? So what what QB does Steph like? And I have to guess them because I have to go through this list and you can tell me if in right terms now, we'll of, of attraction or Attra- just ability attraction. to play just okay. attraction not not about the ability to play just attraction but we'll okay. talk about that um All right. giants and eagles uh, i took the eagles same uh lions and falcons i took who did i take hold on i'm going through my list sorry mm-hmm. i took the falcons same Bengals and the Browns. Took the Browns. I took the Bengals. Oh. It's going to be an interesting rivalry week here. Yeah. The reason why I said that, and I'll just make it brief, is because A.J. Green is a terrible player, and just when you write them off, this is the game that he's going to produce in. So that's the only reason I said that the Bengals are going to win. Okay, next game. All right, that's a valid point. I took the Saints. Same. Uh, let's see. Bills and the Jets. <laughs> I'm gonna wait, wait, Come wait, wait, Let's save that. Let's let's put a pin in that game. Let's say, let's save the game for the last <laughs> pick because we're gonna we're gonna of talk course. about that game. Um, okay. Packers and the Texans. Packers. Same. Uh, Chiefs and Broncos. Chiefs. Jags and the Chargers. Uh, Chargers. I said the Jaguars, but okay. Oh, Bucks. Listen, I yeah. like Gardner Minshew, but that's not, it has nothing to do with his football. You you just like his porn stash. No, I just I think he's cool as shit. Like I respect a person who is unapolog- unapologetically themselves, and Gardner Minshew does not give a shit what anybody thinks about him, and I give him credit for that. Okay, that's fair. Let me see, let me see who else. We, what other games we have? Tom Brady and the Bucks. Notice how I phrase that. It's not just the Buccaneers. Oh, fuck Bucks. you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. And, all right. You know what? It hurts. Even the, the the fact that I chose the Bucks already hurt. But the fact that mm-hmm. you made that statement, fuck uh-huh. you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> my friend. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders for this game. The reason why is because I mean, right now. Go ahead. I, I just I just see it. The reason why is because 
when it comes to Derek Carr right now, he is in the race for MVP. He's got the second highest QBR, and I just feel like the Bucks aren't as complete right now without you know Chris Godwin being healthy. And then you got uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking Fournette. He's just constantly injured these weeks. That's why they probably let him go yeah. in uh Jacksonville. But more importantly, like Brady, I just hate seeing him throw to Gronkowski. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so. And that's the exact reason that I went with Tampa Bay. Um, as much as it would thrill me to watch Tom Brady lose again to to the Las Vegas Raiders, um, mm-hmm. I just the, that that Brady Gronk. I like I come from years of witnessing that partnership, and that Brady Gronk partnership is just too strong. As much as it pains yeah. me, Brady is one of the greatest to play the game, and Gronk is great too. Uh, the fact that he came out of retirement to play with Tom Brady speaks volumes about their relationship, and I think that honestly, that that's enough to carry Tampa Bay to the win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great points. I can't counter it. The, ne- the next game, the Bears and the Rams for Monday Night Football. I took the Rams. I did too. Um, I had to think about it. <laughs> it was last it was a I, tough one. I just I just don't like the Bears. I don't, I don't know why. Um, I just think they're a good team, but they're not a complete team. And the Rams just yeah. continuously get lucky. So I'm just going to go with the Rams. Now we got, we got, yeah, I do. I do think it's going to be a very, very close scoring game. Yeah. Let me, let me see. What, what else? Did, oh, we have to go back. So we have to go back to the game of the week. The best game in the slate for one o'clock. The Buffalo Bills <laughs> are playing the New York Jets in the game that should be. Oh. This game should it should result in a Jets win because we split we we generally split the division every year. However, mm-hmm. the Jets are such hot, smelly dumpster juice this season that I will give the Bills two wins over the Jets in the AFC East. Wow! Wow! Yep. Okay. I have that little faith in my team right now. In in any other circumstances. The Bills and the Jets would split the games over the season, but I think that the Bills are going to take. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to be to the contrary. I'm going to feel like the one game this year that the Jets are going to win, it's going to be this one. The one game, like they have to win one, and they're t- they're so I, terrible I sense- that they're going to beat a bad team. I mean, they're going to beat a good team. Josh Allen's going to have the game of his life. But then it's going to be so it's going to be one of those games. that's like 16, 17. It's like, well, God damn, he didn't throw any touchdowns. <laughs> he just had 400 yards. And then for some unknown reason, the kicker that we can't. Na- I think is it who's the kicker for the Jets? Rosa? I don't even I fucking to- know. I don't pay attention anymore. I quit. All, all I know is the game. If it ends up being 16, 17, I am a fucking prophet. So I'm just going to go. So- <laughs> I mean, I don't see it being completely impossible. The The Bills did beat the Jets 9-6 uh, to six one game. So, you know, a, a, a ridiculously close score is not off the table. However, yeah. I have faith that the Jets are so bad that they will lose. If the Jets, by some random miracle win, it is because, and this is the only reason, is because they are even bad at fucking up a season. Yeah. Like at this point in the season, with losses and no wins, the Jets should just tank the season. Take that number one draft pick and figure out what you need most. 
Side note, and this is for another day, I have correctly picked the positions for the Jets' first-round draft pick for the last six years. Um, Mm. Yeah, again, hire me as head coach. Um, Mm -hmm. But if they happen to win for some reason, it is because they do not know how to properly fuck up a season. And they've (laughs) done it before, so I don't put it past them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. That that right there was the quickest sports recap we can possibly do. Now, next week is going to be different because we're going to actually go full-fledged in. This is our first episode, so we're getting things together. But we, we have to, you know, skip past the sports because we're done with that. We're going to slightly touch on politics. Now, before we even start with politics, let us just make this crystal clear. This is not a political show. We don't care your affiliation. Just come for the jokes. That, that is just it. So hopefully you guys can understand that. There will be no talks, no voicemails of who I want, who you want. We don't care. Just go vote. So that's number one. And in saying that, Steph, have you done early voting so far? I dropped my ballot off this afternoon. I did mine yesterday. So I, I, very I saw much it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I was very proud of it. I didn't even want the sticker. I was just like, I got a picture saying I went and voted. And I'm very happy that I'm doing something that I've always wished I could do, which was just vote. And yeah. even though I've done it for, what, three elections, I'm just very happy at the fact that I did it. And they made it easy for me to do it. So I appreciate that. Um, in mm-hmm. saying that, uh, we only have two more topics when it comes to politics because we're going to get into the thick of it pretty soon so people can get their fix of post-breakup pettiness and pan- uh, pandemic dating. So apparently- so many the- stories. Yeah. So I'll just make this, this isn't even a topic. This is more so just a, we knew it was going to happen. So the mics will finally be muted during the debates. Thank God. That's all I have to say. Thank God. I mean, I, listen, I've been witness to relatively healthy political debates. And I've been witness to what is probably the biggest atrocity of a political debate this country has ever seen. I -hmm. think that it's necessary to mute mics because there's, there's a certain air of, of the political world right now where it is acceptable to just over speak whose time it is. And, and I just don't think, I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's organized. I don't think that's the way a, a debate should be uh, run to be completely honest with you. I think that properly giving everybody their time to speak is necessary in an effort to not create bias. Uh, they do it in the Senate. They do it at Senate judicial hearings. And so it's only necessary to do it at the, 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 the debate for the single most important position in this country. So I'm all for it. Exactly. Same here. And the last little political news before we get into the news, into the news, is the fact that 50 Cent <laughs> wants us to vote for Trump. So basically, that, that is the headline for politics. 50 Cent tells people to vote for Trump after sharing a report on Joe Biden's proposed tax bill. Now, like I said, this is not a political podcast. Now, I can say comfortably, I don't really give a fuck about 50 Cent to begin with. Um, I, agree. I think that I think that he is probably a nice person to the people who are nice to him or can affiliate with him in some manner. However, when it comes to 50 Cent, it's the same way I feel about Kanye and people who honestly, they do their job very well, but they try to like dig in too deep with things that they don't belong. Like the Ice Cubes of the world, the 50s, the Kanye's, just stay out of the politic thing. I could not agree more. Um, I think that there, there are two sides to my argument on this front. One, 50 Cent is not in touch with the the average American as far as taxes go, okay? He's in a totally different tax bracket. I'm pretty sure that when 50 Cent was making the same amount of money that I was doing, he was not claiming taxes on it. I'll tell you that much, all right? 
That is, he is the exact financial demographic that Donald Trump is catering to. The the wealthy American who actually benefits from these quote unquote tax breaks. Okay. Because realistically looking Mm -hmm. back on my taxes during the Trump administration and during the Obama administration, my taxes were not starkly different. Okay. And Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you this much. They were more than $750. Um, and, and so to, to say that, that, you know, you should vote for Trump for the tax breaks, like he has not come out of his own financial mentality to understand how this affects the common American. Um, and that being Mm -hmm. said, I'm with you. I think that celebrities should be able or should necessarily express their political views. They do. They're not in touch with the broader American audience. And so like, what's the point? If, if athletes are not able to express their racial views and their views against the system and racial injustice and all of that stuff, who are celebrities to, to endorse political, political parties or political candidates? Exactly. And without sounding like a complete asshole, the only thing I checked for 50 Cent to do is figure out who killed James St. Patrick. That, that's it. That's all I care about him doing. Like, if, if, if it has no relation to power, I don't care. I don't even listen to his music. I just, all I care about is power. That is it. So, in saying that, we do have a voicemail. So, let's just go ahead and play this one. Oh, I have a question. Like, what's the pettiest thing you guys have done after a breakup? Oh. I just want to know. Oh, oh, that's coming up. I think people do some really up. petty shit when the relationship was over. So I'm just kind of curious. Okay, thank you. That, that, that is definitely coming up. So shout out to you. What, what is her name? Her name is Alien. So shout out to you. Uh, we actually do need to do a roll call. We'll do that, like, you know, I guess, like, after that. But uh, just to continue touching on that situation with 50, just give us power. That's all we want. Like, let us enjoy things. And we don't want to hear about anything else you have. So that's the politics we just want kindly like skate right past that um we gotta talk about at this point all i want to see is Tariq st patrick dead that's all i want basically basically that's 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 all i'm tuning in for still yeah so obviously people we are going to get into post breakup and you know pettiness and everything but we have to get through this docket so we're going to get through it pretty quick so we can help you guys you know know how we feel about post breakup pettiness and pandemic dating because i'm sure steph has every story in the world that she wants to tell so, just, so be ready for that. just be ready for that. So let's see. We have to talk about news and entertainment. There hasn't been much. Um, when it comes to news for me, usually what I do on the show is I try to go read through like topics and things like that, but there's nothing. So let's just touch on it briefly. First and foremost, um, Tory Lanez decided that he wanted to go live and imply that Megan Thee Stallion lied. And Meg responded saying that he is crazy. Now, I, I just want to know how you feel about that situation i don't want to know if you think he did it she did it blah 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 like how do you feel about that circumstance two things yeah go ahead one i will i will slightly address her response to this she said that she didn't risk she didn't call the police and say that she she he shot her uh because she didn't want to get shot i'm sorry if you are a man that i am in a relationship with and you shoot me one of two things is going to happen i'm either going to shoot you Or Mm -hmm. I am calling the police and pointing a whole 10 fingers directly at you. This man shot me. Do what you will with it. That being said, why the fuck is this news? Why is the American public so heavily invested in this story? Is it because we're in COVID and nothing else is going on? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. 
that, that's exactly what it is. It's we've gotten to the point in the news where, like, it, it's since COVID is going on, you can't really cancel people because it's like they're not doing anything. People aren't going to concerts. People aren't doing things. So it's like if we can't cancel them, let's just go ahead and just find news. But the thing is, the only thing that's been happening for the past three and a half months is this fucking Tory Lanes and Meg The Stallion thing. It my really person, is just. Ugh. I'm sorry, my, go my, ahead. Yeah, my personal opinion is this. I addressed this on another show, and before anybody gives me hell, I'm just going to say, I, once upon a time, wanted to hear Tory Lane's side. I wanted to, you know, I was that guy who was like, well, let's just hear his side. Let's see what he says, because he's been too quiet. But here's the thing. Now he's talking. And the thing is, oh, he's, saying every, yeah, he's, he's saying everything, but I didn't shoot her. And that's fucking yeah. with me so much. Like, <laughs> like, like, like part of like, where is his publicist? That's what yeah. I want to know. Like, who is? Why is nobody stopping you from continually going on Instagram Live and sounding like a complete fucking idiot? Like, exactly. this man is making up words. Like, I just, I don't fucking get. Like, as a celebrity, the first, like, if I were to become famous, the first thing I would hire is a lawyer and a publicist. What the fuck is he doing? Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It has to be the drugs. It has to be the alcohol. It has to be something. He needs to do what he was doing back in March and just have quarantine radio and just play the music. Because <laughs> that's the thing. I start every, okay, let me, let me just start. Let me just start from the beginning. Here's my issue with Tory Lanez. Everybody who hates Tory Lanez right now and says, you know what? Tory Lanez doesn't have any music and I never heard of Tory Lanez music. One, that's a lie. We know for a fact we've heard a Tory Lane song that either we liked or even though we didn't know that we liked that song, we know he was on it. And that might be your favorite mm-hmm. song. He just might have been a feature on it. So let's just clarify for that. Number two, when it comes to Tory, I just wish he would focus on saying one thing. I didn't do it. If he can say that to me just one time, honestly, I'll never report on this story again. I will just say, you know what? He said what he said. Make said what she said. Handle that shit in court. But right now, it just yeah. seems like it's a constant thing. It's like, okay, he says what he says on Instagram Live. Then she goes and she does an Instagram Live. And while I believe Meg, I hear stories from him. It's like, okay, I don't know what it's like. I don't want to be the person who just completely condemns Tori. And then it comes out that, you know what? She didn't get shot by Tori or whatever. What's the story? Like, oh, well, they ended up fighting over the gun, him and the girl. And then she shot. Yeah, she got shot. In yeah. the, she got shot in the foot and there was no bones broken and no ligaments. Yeah. Broken. Like, there's, it's just like, why the fuck are we investing ourselves so much in this garbage ass story? Like, if he shot her, then like, take that shit to court. Why are you putting it in the media? Why are you putting it on Instagram live? Fucking keep some exactly. shit private. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but but that's the issue right there. Like celebrities will be the first persons to tell you that, you know, they they want to be relatable. They want to be just like us. But then when they realize, hey, we're celebrities and our business is put out there, they get offended. Like this week, like this isn't even on the docket. So it kind of pissed me off and I didn't want to talk about it, but we're here. So um Cardi B. So this week she had gone through a situation, you know, she was going through the whole thing with offset where they filed for divorce mm-hmm. and it was public. And then this week she goes on Twitter and she like deactivates her account because she's like, You guys are always in my business. This is my marriage, blah 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 blah. But it's like you put Bitch, you've been putting your business open. on social media since before you became famous. What the fuck? Exactly. Like that's what so- you're, that's what made you famous, being a ratchet ass bitch on Instagram. Exactly. Lord Jesus. Exactly. Here's here's three things I don't argue with. And I've learned this in 2020. There's three things I don't argue with. People who are convinced that they are right. That's number one. Number two, the prices of OnlyFans. We'll get to that in another episode. And number three, 
Number three, people who tell you to mind their business as they spill their business. Certain things, just two things can't be for everything. Certain situations, yes, but those three, they can't be. Now, someone's going to ask, well, Greg, what do you mean about the prices of OnlyFans? We're going to touch on that on another day. I promise you. Yes, we will. It's on the list. Follow. It is definitely. Trust me. Stay tuned. We have a lot. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm going to play this other voicemail. Hopefully it's a good one. Let's just hear it. Tory Lanez is basically scared because he knows that a large part of his fan base is right here in the U.S. Remember, he is a Canadian, and if he's found guilty, he can no longer come back to the United States. So he's just trying to cover his ass, but he's doing a horrible job, and, you know, it's just crazy what's going on with this whole thing. But I'm with y'all. We can move past this because everybody's worried about BS. Yeah. So shout out. That is NRCZ. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you for your voice note, man. We really appreciate it. And thank you for engaging. Like we, we've had a lot of people in here so far. As I'm looking, we currently have like four plus listeners. Um, there's too many people to name, honestly. Like if you want us to shout you out, just leave us a voice note. There's literally way too many people to go down this list. Yeah, we've um, had we've had over 100 people come in here. This is I'm okay. Yeah, like this is, you know, engagement. We like this is why stereo is a great platform to get out your thoughts and more importantly, just get a different voice, a different, you know, view and opinion, which is good. So in saying that, we gotta get to the next story. So the next story sure. isn't really a story. Um Fast and Furious is finally ending. So they say that the franchise will finally end with the eleventh film. I've got one very or two very, very quick statements. One, it should have ended a long time ago. It probably should have ended when Paul Walker died. Rest in peace. Uh, two, I'm still going to watch it because I will literally follow Dwayne Johnson to the end of the earth. Yeah. Now, I, I'm, I'm only agreeing with the person. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not following Dwayne Johnson anywhere. Um, however, here, here's my thing. Um, when it comes to the Fast and Furious franchise, I feel like they could have branched off storylines and had 20 other movies. That could have been the bond of like car movies, if you want to call it that. But instead mm-hmm. they're doing like, es- they're doing like espionage. I'm like, yo, you realize this was just a movie about cars once upon a time. Now it's just <laughs> a movie about every fucking thing. I was like, you're, you're trying to yeah. tell me like, okay, anybody who has ever seen this movie, I can't even remember which fast movie it is, but one scene in the movie took me to another level. And it was when, um, uh, what's his name? Dominic, right? So basically Vin Diesel's character, him and Letty, like, I guess they're having this really big, like, car chase scene. She's in one car, he's in another. And in order to, like, catch her in the air, he jumps out of, he gets on top of a car that's driving itself somehow, jumps off a fucking bridge, jumps over an uh, overpass in the bridge, catches her in midair, and lands on a fucking car. I've never seen no <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I know exactly which scene you're talking about, and I said the same thing. Like, at that exact moment, I was like, why am I still watching these movies? They have yeah. become so incredibly unrealistic over the course of, you know, 10, 15 years that I don't understand why I'm still watching this. Yeah, the, the shit is nuts. Now, mind you, I'm going to watch these movies. You're, they're going to catch Oh, I am too. Um, all of my money they have to get it uh like even when we found out like letty like i didn't i honestly thought that letty was dead and they just let it go only for them to say you know what what happened was she just you know she fell out of a car during an explosion and she just lost her memory i was like you know what i don't believe a single (laughs) fucking word of it but i'm I'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with that so let's just play this other voicemail and then we're gonna get to some more stuff for real for real straight up Shout out to Antoine Brown. Thank you again for uh, your voice note. 
oh man, like, man, we, we're getting a lot of love tonight. I really appreciate it. I'm mm-hmm. sure Steph, you appreciate it as well. So good grief. I do. It's trouble. nice to see this. This is my, this is my first exposure to, to podcasting. And so, you know, it's nice. It's nice to hear that people like what we're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. So let me see. Where are we at? We're on our last little news article. And then we're going to get into Apparently J-Lo is black. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I, I saw the article. I haven't heard the song yet. So apparently the article says Jennifer Lopez is criticized for calling herself a black girl from the Bronx in a new song. Um, the song is called Lonely, um, where she sings it in Spanish, which translates to I'll always be your black girl from the Bronx. And Twitter went nuts. So I, I mean, I haven't heard the song either, but I, I had a lot to say about this because as someone who is relatively the same complexion as Jennifer Lopez, I find myself in a conundrum. It's Mm -hmm. very difficult for women uh, or, or any Latino Latina of our complexion to identify as either white or black. We're too dark Mm -hmm. to be white. We're too light to be black. And so Mm -hmm. it becomes this thing with where you identify with the culture that you grew up with. Um, Mm -hmm. And and it's, it's unfortunate because like, you know, whether you claim one or the other, you're shunned by both. And so we find ourselves in this weird gray area. I I have experienced it. I've lived with it all my life. I do not claim being white or black when it comes to filling out my race on any particular form. I always choose other because I am neither white nor black. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a perfect example of how this country has not evolved to be uh, inclusive of the quote unquote melting pot that it claims to be. Um, exactly. there's, there's definitely room for, for discussion around that. But I mean, I know people who are my complexion who claim to be black. I know people who are my complexion who claim to be white. Again, I choose to be neither, but it is someplace that we find ourselves where we don't know what to pick. And so, I mean, I can understand the, the uproar that is associated with it because again, like I said, we're too dark to be white. We're too light to be black. And so, you know, and, and I'm not going to claim that I know the plight of being a black person. I, I, I cannot claim that I have been, you know, in a position where my skin color has made me fear for my life in any way, shape or form. I have been racially profiled um, and, and it, you know, I'm a, a fairly articulate person. And so, you know, I, I'm very quick. I don't give a shit what people think about me. So I'm very quick to shut people down when they do that. But like they're not everybody's like that. And so people are always looking, especially when they're stuck in the middle, to claim one thing or another. And I think that's what she was doing, to be completely honest with you. She is a Mm -hmm. Puerto Rican woman with, I mean, Puerto Rico has has roots in Africa. There's the Taino culture. There's Native American culture. There's a a lot of, of, you know, African ancestry there. And so I'm sure that she's associating with that. But she did not look at it from the perspective of being in that middle ground. And so, you know, I understand the uproar, but I also understand her perspective of, of looking for wh- what do I claim? Perfect. I, I agree. We we have not one, not two, but three voicemails. So let's just go and play them consecutively. If we have to touch on things, we'll stop and then go right to, you know, to the next voicemail. Okay. Here we go. Do you guys really think that uh, it will reunite the Tyrese versus the Rock beef if they do the Fast and the Furious 11? What do you guys think? Okay, so let, let's touch on this really quick, and then you know we'll get to the next voicemail. So shout out to you. Okay. Uh, I think that I think that that wasn't Antoine Brown. That was uh, who was that? Who was that? That was actually MRCZ. So shout out to you again for that voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think The Rock is going to return to this movie uh, to this franchise, and the reason why is because he did so great with Hobbs and Shaw in the box office that they can do four or five 
Hobson Shaw movies. And plus, I feel like his character kind of like eclipsed Fast and Furious, and he did it right on time because we know that that's coming to an end now. So what benefit does he have going and being in maybe Fast 11 for the last one just to be like, hey, I did a cameo. But other than that, I don't see it. I don't see it. What about I'll, you? I'll agree with you. I think that I think that a cameo is probably as far as it's going to go, um, not necessarily from a storyline perspective, but from a celebrity perspective. Like The Rock mm-hmm. did experience a ton of success with Hobbs and Shaw. And frankly, Tyrese is a really shitty actor. So like, why yeah. would you waste your time? Tyrese told y'all he just want his baby. You know, what more do you want from him? So <laughs> it's just the truth. So let's get to the next voice. Whoa, hold up. Wait a minute. What the f- really? Yeah. Oh, so he, he must be responding to the J-Lo comment. So since <laughs> since he's already responded to that and that was Antoine Brown. Shout out to you. Let's play the next voice. Wouldn't you just go by your nationality? So and, and this is this is where. This is where I we find a problem when when you are of any Hispanic nationality, uh, as you break it down by race, there is no Hispanic race. You are black, white, Asian or other. Uh, And that's where we run into the problem. Um, If there were a a, a Hispanic um, uh, option then we'd absolutely choose it but we can only like as far as like forms and race identity go like you can select a hispanic nationality but you cannot select a hispanic race because it is not considered to be one you can pick white non-hispanic or latino you can put black but you cannot pick hispanic or latino as an identifiable race uh fully agree i apologize for the audio in the background i have a child so you just have to deal with that that's what happens when you don't pull out you have <laughs> children and they cry in the background so please please forgive me for that so we do, we do have another voicemail let's just play that i think now they're starting to put latino on there though yeah, but, i mean okay i don't want to answer for you go ahead no it's it's cool i'm i'm with it like if they start including latino then absolutely um i i have experience with with a lot of form filling out recently um as a result of my career uh and it's still it's still a very gray area and so i think that people as they're starting to come around it, you know i i very much encourage that but I, 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 you know, I'm speaking from experience in that, you know, it's always been very awkward for people who are kind of in the middle because it's like, we're not black. We're not white. What are we? See, put it better than I could put it. So on like, if, Steph, how do you feel about like having people leave a voicemail or a voice note about how they feel about that situation? And while we get into the actual debate and the discussion, like if they have a say so how they feel about it, just leave a voice note and obviously we'll we'll try to get back to it as we can. But yeah, absolutely. here we go. Here we go. So um the debate. This isn't really a debate. I feel like we both agree with both of these statements. Uh, do you want to start mm-hmm. with dating in the pandemic or do you want to start with post breakup pettiness? Let's start with dating in the pandemic. I feel like that's gonna be a shorter conversation. Okay. All right. So um honestly, I'm just Give you the floor. I talked enough. I, w- I want to hear how you feel as a single person dating in the pandemic. Dating in the pandemic is trash. That's basically it. Uh, you don't have very many options in terms of meeting people. Um, I personally hate going out to bars. I don't think you find very good quality people. Listen, I'm I'm older in age. I'm 37. 
Um, and so going out to a bar and like meeting someone is just not my thing anymore. And so, you know, I've experimented with the whole online dating thing. And I, I feel like the, uh, the dating pool is just swamped with people who are like, I'm home, I'm single, I'm bored, it's COVID, there's no place to go. So I'm just going to do this. And so it becomes this horrible cesspool of just people shooting their shot when they like normally wouldn't. And it's just, it's just a disaster. I hate it. I like, it's just awful. That's my, that's my stance on it. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I can piggyback off that. Um, me, I'm married. So it's like my vote really doesn't count. However, <laughs> once upon a time, one, I, I usually say my quote is once upon a time when I was a hoe, cause everybody had a whole phase. Mine was just probably like the elite of the elite. So when I dated, it obviously wasn't a pandemic, but as I see people dating in a pandemic, I'm like, you guys do this shit so wrong because a lot of people lack people skills. And you can tell because when people date, I'm like, this is the point in the pandemic. Like you want to get to know people and you get to know people because you have to open your mouth. You have to talk. You have to speak. But this little generation, this bulk of people right now that are dating they date through emojis, like heart emojis and like all, all that stupid shit. And, and you're giving really them weird. way more credit than they're due. I'll tell you that much because the number of unsolicited dick pics that I've received over the course of the last seven months is astounding. The fact that men think that that is a way to get me to be interested in them is just mind blowing. And I don't understand where these social skills came from, but like internet dating ruined the the social aspect of going out with someone yeah yeah like i have to ask as a uh, a guy who whatever i'm when it comes to being single and dating um at least right now you said you did the online dating thing right so what mm-hmm. is the worst thing what is the worst thing you've heard during this pandemic either from online dating or in person other than the dick pics that you could just tell you know what this person's just an absolute terrible person overall Um, a man sent me a screenshot of an opening line. So it was like a text message that he had typed out and sent to someone and then took a screenshot of it and copied and pasted it into a message to me. Okay. Um, wow. Like he sent me a picture of a message. At that point, you should send a dick pic, okay? Like, at that point, you should just go for the gusto. Like, I feel like at certain points, like, with men, I think they kind of, like, give up. And they just, you're like, you know what? I'll just send her my dick. Ashy and all, I'm just sending her the dick. And that's one of those circumstances where it's okay to send a dick. Either way, you're just not going to win. So you might as well just go out with the bang. The issue is, like, what? He sent a photo of basically what he wanted he to say sent- to you. A picture of a message that he sent to someone else. And I called him out on it. I was like, did you send me a screenshot of a message? And he's like, it's all about efficiency. Immediately, I blocked him. Immediately blocked. Like, you are a lazy piece of shit and you have zero game. Good fucking bye. Yeah. See, I appreciate that you will not be on an episode of First 48 or some shit like that. Because he sounds like a sociopath. He sounds like he would literally kill you. If... I just can't give him over the fact that he took a screenshot and sent it to you. That's some wild shit there. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of bold things as a single man, but that's not one of them. Um, Maybe we need to like divulge. And since you are dating the pandemic, what is something that you would want a, like a guy 
or a girl, like, I guess this should be just an open, like, format for people. So anybody who is listening right now live, what is, what are your do's and don'ts for dating in the pandemic? Do you want men to be sending you these unsolicited dick pics? Do you send them to your friends? Do you go and block people if they just say the wrong thing? More importantly, what platforms y'all using? Um, are y'all still using OkCupid's and the plenty of fishes of the world? Is there, like, what are, what are the dating sites? How is dating in the pandemic for you guys? So while you guys answer that question, I guess this would be a perfect time stuff to like actually go through some of the listeners and just like shout them out to see like who you guys are to get familiar with the names. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I want to give a shout out to a whole bunch of people just because I've gotten a ton of followers out of this conversation. So like props to y'all. Um, Easy Sir Frank, K Cheapos, Benjamin ID, Butterfly Four, William, Meg Buzza, Maya the First. Shout out to all of y'all. I appreciate that you like this conversation. I appreciate that you like what it is that we're talking about. I appreciate that you enjoy my perspective enough to follow me. So shout out to every one of you. Um, we have six listeners on here right now. Um, I'm still figuring out how to how to pull up the whole list. Greg? Yeah, it's a so, it's a long list. So it's a lot. I'll, I'll try to. Yeah, right now, uh, from what it says, we have a total of about 187 listeners, and we've had right now seven live listeners. So let's go with the most recent people. So we have Abby Jean, we have Dami Sharank, Shy2020.3. What's really good? That's a really good name. I actually I fuck with that. What's really good? That's a dope name. MRCZ, shout out to him. You know, he's been leaving us a lot of voicemails, so extra shout out for that. Yeah. Uh, we got Jay Sunday Comedy. We got Fiona, Young Mix King, Miss Dot Joy, CDW41, uh what is this? Katina Walk. We have Miss Blue, Amanda Willie, Denise, what is this? Denisha Neve. I hope I said that right. So correct me if I didn't. Miss K. We have Cyber. We have old Iris. You know, shout out to Young Black and Bar the podcast. She's here. We got Lynette, uh, Lynette June. Cocky up. Now, that's a wild one. Cocky up. So that, that's what happens when you send out your dick pics, right? You would hope that they're cocky up, right? Like, <laughs> you know, so uh, we got Figueroa 23. We have Easy Sir Frank, Kate uh, Chippos. Uh, sh- she's done a lot in the group. So shout out to you. We have mm-hmm. 72 Architect, Scotty Dunzo. Uh, what is this? Um, it's supposed to be Master Splinter, but it's Master Splinter. So, but still, yeah, that's dope. Um, let's see who else do we have. We have Baby Glock One, uh, Benjamin D. We have Sean Dickerson, Johnny Ross, O'Iris again. We have Devin Grundy to John, the bartender. Shout out to the bartenders out there. Shout, shout out, shout out to the bartenders. I'm my own bartender yeah. tonight, Steph. I'm sure you're Me too. Your own bartender tonight. Yeah, I've been my own bartender since like five episode. o'clock. See, I'm, I mean, I have to listen. Thankfully, this is on my phone, so I can take a, a stroll and retrieve another uh-huh. beverage. See, and this, you see why I said we would rather do this than do Zoom because it's a, a perfect oh, way to just like unwind for the day. Who else do we have? We have James Y, Chris Two, Amanda Eight. Actually, Chris, it, looks, it looks like Desiree. we have a voicemail. Two voicemails. Oh, two voicemails. So you, you can play it on your end too. So go ahead, you play it. Yeah. I heard earlier yeah. someone say that. Uh, just mention as a joke to wear a mask during sex and then only do doggy style, I guess, is is what they were saying. It was a joke, but it was also kind of funny. That is fucking funny. That's hysterical. I mean, that's the best way to social distance while still getting it in. Exactly. Like, doggy style is an underrated, but it's a favorite position for many. But more importantly, in this pandemic, dating during the pandemic, doggy style should be the go-to. 
just because it's called doggy style doesn't mean it's a derogatory term. Just sometimes it's just it's better for both parties. So do the doggy style in the pandemic. So shout, shout out to you. Who is that that left that voicemail? Let me go ahead and make sure we shout him out and give him his name, give him his flowers. I, that wasn't cocky up. I think that was uh, Benjamin. Mm. So shout out to you. Yeah. So we have one more voicemail. Oh, so we, we do have one more. Okay, so I guess he said quipples. I don't know what quipples is, but sure, <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> I'm with that, it. That, that is that. Yeah, so basically the question that we pose to you guys that are listening live is dating in the pandemic. What are some experiences that you've had? Have you had good ones? Have you had bad ones? More importantly, how is it? We just want to know overall. So while you guys answer that for this episode, we're going to go into the next topic. So the next topic is called post-breakup pettiness. Um, do, do you want to leave the floor for this one or do you need me to? I mean, I, I'd like to hear what you have to say about it. I have stories beyond stories, beyond stories. I generally am not a very petty person. Once I break up, um, I, I'm the kind of person that cuts all ties. You never hear from me again. Um, but I've had some pretty petty exes. So, I mean, I want to hear your, your, uh, your take on it. And then I'm happy to, <laughs> to go into what that looks like. Okay. Well, for me, I I am the petty person. Not in the relationship. I'm just a petty person in general. However, when it comes to relationships, I'm one of those people that I wish you the best, but I would never tell you I wish you the best. I feel like if I wish you the best in silence, that will make you leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm really cool with all of my exes, minus one, but she's from Jersey. We'll get to that on another episode as well. When it comes to being petty, I feel like there are levels to petty. You can be petty and say, you know what? Like, I broke up with that person, but their mom still is my friend. And, you know, they still treat me like that. I wouldn't go to Thanksgiving with them, but I would still try to have a relationship with the people that have been in my life for X amount of time, you know, time that you've been together. However, this specific article that I'm about to read, this isn't even petty. This is like that person should have literally got their ass whooped because you can't <laughs> come back from that. So the article read the article reads is so. Actually, you know what? Let's play these voicemails and then I'm gonna get into the article. Yeah, let's play these I'm also in a relationship. Um, all I can say is every time one of us goes out to meet friends or anytime we have friends over, we pretty much get ready. We we have like a two week four day to two week incubation where we're just like you know, any cough that we have or any headache any symptom basically we're like okay we're gonna we might have covid soon so yeah that's kind of how we've been managing it during the pandemic and wanting to still be social yeah and i agree like benjamin like i feel like a lot of people kind of take this covid thing and even though it is a serious thing, people feel like their life is over because they have to stay in a house or they have to follow the protocols. Like on, there are a lot of yeah. things you can do. Like, like right now, I feel like I have learned more during this pandemic. I get to spend time with my daughter, with my wife. More importantly, like I get to do shit like this. Think about it right now at nine o'clock and I'm drinking. The only reason I'm drinking right now is because I know I don't have anywhere to be tomorrow. I can literally wake yeah. up with a hangover and say, you know what? I'm walking to the living room. And more, I think for me, the best part of this whole like pandemic situation is the fact that we know things are not going to go back to normal. There are certain jobs who are going to say, you know what? You have to, going forward, have to have at least two days out of the office. You have to stay home. Yeah. And then you have like a work, you know, a work schedule that's flexible. And tying that into like dating, I guess, because we have to, when it comes to dating, like it gives you more of an opportunity to learn people. 
And that's the one thing that people haven't really like grasped the concept of is because we're so used to everything being so instant and being so quick that just like, what is that app? Uh, Tinder, where if you don't fuck with that person, you can just say swipe left, swipe right, whatever the fuck it is. But right now during the pandemic, you have to actually sit in that because eventually you're going to run out of your options and you actually want to get to know people. So shout out to even like stereo. We have an opportunity now to build relationships that we couldn't build going to a bar or to a restaurant because we're so like indoctrined to be into our phones. Now we're in our phones, but we're communicating with the people that we should be communicating with. There's going to be a lot of like 2021 babies that are made from stereo. There's going to be a lot of podcasts that start because of stereo. But then, you know, there's going to be a lot of torn up relationships, which we're going to get into in a second. But we got two more voicemails. We might as well get. What are you guys talking about? Okay. Why is that young little girl listening to this? She should not. Where are the parents? Exactly. Yeah. Where are the parents? Like, you know, I I, I almost I had a drink. So I was going to say fuck them kids. But. Somebody's gonna take that wrong. <laughs> you <laughs> so, already said fuck I'm, them kids anyway, though. Uh, uh, yeah, I do want to. I do want to circle back to to what Benjamin Indy said. Um, he brought up a really yeah. good point in in the the way he and his girlfriend approach going out and seeing other couples. But like, as a single woman dating during the pandemic, the COVID test has become the new STD test. Like, I won't go out and meet somebody unless I've seen negative COVID results. Like, it's crazy yeah. what this world has become. Yeah. But like, like j- just to piggyback off that, like, think about it. Someone has to take you really seriously to say, you know what? I want to meet you. I want to spend time with you. I'm going mm-hmm. to go get tested for, for COVID or just in general. Yeah. I'm going to go get tested to spend time with you. If they take that much foresight to go and say, I'm going to do that for you. That means they're not fucking around going with a whole bunch of other different people to do the same fucking thing. So, yeah, I've had that test done. If someone is doing that shit just to be a hoe, like you just like shit in your fucking nose. That's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, I'm sure there's someone in this chat who's going to voicemail and they'll say, you know what? I do like shit in my nose. Congratulations. (laughs) Probably. Listen. I'm all for it. Listen, whatever, whatever floats your boat. It doesn't float mine, but we're in different seas. It's cool. Exactly. We got two. We got two more voicemails, and I promise you, I'm going to get to the story. So here we go. <laughs> Yo, funny story, right? So I had a homegirl. She actually bought like two or three bags of Jolly Ranchers, and she went to her ex, and she licked every single Jolly Rancher and stuck it on the man's windshield. And man. I, I just felt sorry for the dude, you know. At the end of the day, it's best to just walk past, you know, and, and leave. But if you want to be level of petty, go buy like two or three bags of Jolly Ranchers. Take the time to unwrap them and lick every one of them and put them on somebody's windshield. Yeah, okay. that is the now. best idea ever. I don't pride myself on being petty, but the next motherfucker that pisses me off, I am doing that too. Yeah. Thank you, okay. Mr. CZ. Yeah, that that is a level of petty I have not reached yet, but I <laughs> appreciate it. Like, here's, here's the thing. I didn't even know humans still ate Jolly Ranchers. So there's that. But more importantly, the fact that you, like you said, you are individually wrapping and unwrapping these Jolly Ranchers to stick them on someone's car. Now, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound very rude. What's going to happen with me if that happens to me? I'm not going to hit you because I don't hit women, but I am going to find someone that I know that is a lady or of a lady. And is, <laughs> she is going to 
beat your ass. And I'm, the reason the reason why I'm whispering that statement is because I know when this podcast takes off and you know, in 10 years on Twitter, somebody's going to be like, was this you? I'm just telling you this now as you can hear it. Yes, that's me. I do not hit women, but I promise you, I find someone and they will. Because what you, do you know how much it costs to get shit like that off? It costs $83 to get shit like the stickers taken off of your car. So just, a, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I got a guy, Greg. If you got a guy, no, it can't, it, can't, it can't be a guy. The reason why it can't be a guy is because, you know, Men aren't supposed to hit women, period. That is just law. However, no, no, no. I'm talking, people, damn, Greg, I'm talking about a guy who's going to fix the windshield for free. Oh, Lord. See, I'm, you see, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, you, you saw I got really sensitive about this. Cars are I know. I don't, like, that's almost as bad as if somebody, like, if you left your windshield, not your windshield, if you left, like, your rooftop open in your car and just somebody just sat and shitted, like, right oh, there that's and terrible. Up the next morning. Like that is some next level shit there. So yeah, wow. no Boy. pun intended. Yeah, well, no pun intended, but yeah. Actually, I just we have so many voicemails. Let's get to these oh, voicemails because I want. We need to move on to this post breakup pettiness. Like we need to get to some of these stories. Yeah, go ahead and po- uh, press that first. Uh, that voicemail. Okay. Hey, hey, staff. I already come back and pull out the tracks. Facts. What is you talking about? Lord Jesus, spoken like a man with a small dick. Get the fuck out my mention. Okay, so when I was little, I had a friend. And, um, um, I don't know if she was rude, but one day she started bullying me. And, um, yeah, and... When I was still little, I had a boyfriend, and he cheated on me with my own eyes, and yeah, I just don't like it. Okay, one. Okay. One, I feel terrible for this child, because as as a child who was bullied, like, that shit is not good. Two, where the fuck are this kid's parents? You nicer than me. I've had a drink. I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I will you know, no, because see, here's the thing. Okay, anybody who is listening to the sound of my voice right now, don't be upset at what I'm about to say because it's the absolute truth. I was watching a clip that I posted on Instagram of a, you know, it was a girl's birthday party, and the other little girl blew out her candle, and the little girl was rightfully so supposed to beat that kid's ass. Like, if you blow out my kid's birthday cake as their parent. I'm liable to whoop your ass and then ask your parents if they want their ass whooped too. In saying that, the person who just left that voicemail, we're not even going to shout you out because I feel like you're underage. But more importantly, mm-hmm. where are the parents? That way I can tell That's you what I'm it is past their bedtime. I'm going to, I'm telling you, I've had a drink. I'm going to start saying some shit show tonight that is going to hurt your kid. More importantly, Santa is not real. It is a dream. <laughs> Santa is not real. The Easter Bunny is not real. The Tooth Fairy, Uh, the Tooth Fairy is not not real. real. Honestly, your parents are cheating you when it comes to the Tooth Fairy. You're supposed to get twenty bucks. You're not supposed to get the three to four dollars that they give you. It's twenty bucks. More importantly, the stork didn't get you here. Your mom and your dad laid on top of each other. That's why they were making those squirrel fart noises in the room. That's why you have a sibling. I'm telling you. Yeah. No, here's a here's a trick, kids. For anybody who's underage and still believes in the tooth fairy, here's a trick. This is how I got around it. 
let your tooth fall out. Hold on to that shit. Don't tell your parents. Don't put it under your pillow. Just hold on to it. That shit's mm-hmm. not going to change into money. All of a sudden, you tell your parents that that tooth fell out and you put that shit under your pillow and boom, there's money. Proof exactly. that the tooth fairy doesn't exist. Yeah. More, more importantly, children, just like Steph said, that's absolutely right. But if you knew that you could get money for your teeth, why wouldn't you continue to pull them out? Something to think about. Right. That's a high thought. That's a high or negotiate. Like let's get some let's get some business ethics in these children. Yeah, and then kids. Since you're probably smarter than your parents at this point in life, because y'all have iPads and smartphones and shit like that, why don't you just ask your parents? You know what? How come my baby teeth are worth this much? You know this much, but then they grow right back. Like. I should get money for the teeth coming back. That's painful. Like, you know what? You know, we're, we're, we're schooling. We're schooling people way too much right now. We're schooling. We're, schooling people. Yeah. We're, we're building up voicemails. <laughs> Greg, can you just shut the fuck up already? You goofy ass bitch. You know, pussy getting ass, nigga. Fucking fag. Ooh. 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 He got That's mad crazy. that I called him a little dick. Bye. Can yeah. you? Yeah. Can you guys hear oh, me? Christ. Oh my god. We're going to have to block Why? whoever the. There are a lot I, of seriously. We got to Yeah, like say, oh, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bet you a goofy. Your pussy smell like roast beef sandwiches. Fuck is he tell about? Yo, happy meal pussy ass on, bro. And your head game weak as a bitch. That's on, granny. Yo ass. Goofy is a bitch. Wow. He's like okay. 15. Like, that kid's balls yeah. haven't dropped yet. All right. Hey, oh. <laughs> Man, y'all got twenty dollars. Man, I was lucky enough to be to have one. You know, maybe a dollar or a nickel or something. Or I just wake up in the morning. They'd be like, "We didn't even know you lost a tooth." You know, we don't know where the tooth at. So if y'all get twenty dollars, I I needed y'all parents for real, for real. Man, man, shout out. Yeah, now I grew up. I grew up in the day of a dollar or two. Like we we didn't we didn't get no twenty dollars, Gray. What are you talking about? Hey, no, I'm just saying the kids should get twenty dollars a tooth, J- just because. Like, think about it. You you are a parent, right? But you got an OnlyFans. You got like a fifteen dollars subscription, right? Your kids for their tooth should get twenty dollars for the tooth. I just feel like that's good math. Somebody might hate it, but I love it anyway. <laughs> good <laughs> math. <laughs> so we we, we got to get to this because people are asking us, and people are right, yes. knows about it. So right. we have to talk about this. Let's topic. get to it. So the top the topic is about pettiness in relationships and breakups. So the article says horrified man displays all of his uh, all of his certificates that were torn up by his ex lover. So the Twitter user with the handle Samabia basically says that his ex lover tore all of his certificates into pieces. Yeah. Um, I I read the article and I said, like, okay, like, what do you mean certificates? Like, did she like you know, like your degree or something like that she tore up this man's birth certificate social security his visa all this stuff is now gone permanent yeah work certificates everything that's crazy like that that's a level of crazy that no one should ever reach that like how crazy are like what do you do in a relationship with someone who like you break up with them and they tear up your fucking birth certificate and social security card? Like that is like peak crazy right there. I mean, I Greg, just, I, I think that this is a conversation for another time. This, this whole peak crazy thing, because I was stalked for 10 years. So we got to get into that conversation at some point. 
But there's a, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. There's a level of pettiness that goes along with a breakup that I've experienced that is just astounding. I find that men are much pettier than women when breaking up. Like, I don't know what it is, if it's a shot to their eat. I feel, listen, I, again, and I'm only speaking from my own personal experience, but I'm the kind of person, I'm going to block your number. I'm going to block you on social media. You're never going to hear from me again. It's like you never existed. Men have done the pet, like, yo, I broke up with a dude four years ago and he still emailed me because he's blocked on every other method of communication. He still emails me every six months to tell me that I'm on his mind and he is praying. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Like, the, fact, <laughs> the fact that you just said, I'm, I'm trying to like make this make sense to me. He emails you. That's like, not even I'm the craziest gonna... one. Wait, he emails you to say that you're still on his mind? Uh-huh. Four years later. He has, to, he has to sign into something. Like, now, is it crazy where, like, he changes the fonts to things and, like, he does bold italics and strikethroughs? Like, no, 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 no. It's, but he will write me a whole paragraph. Like, this man still emails me on my birthday to, okay, wish, wait, me a, to wish me a happy birthday. Now, now, ladies, I have to ask, the, the women and the, the men can answer this question as well. Do you guys have crazy exes like this? This is a first for me. I've never I've heard of people doing shit like slashing tires and, you know, breaking windows. But stalking via email, that's some wild shit to me. I need somebody to. He is not to, even the craziest one. Wait, 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 wait. That is the crazy. That's the craziest shit I've ever heard. Like. What, what he's not the craziest one see? that i'm dealing with wait so have you had to go like to the police station and be like, i've hey, been like, hit I've by been... cars greg a man whoa, hit whoa, me whoa. with his car <laughs> wait <laughs> what the fuck hold on okay i'm gonna give you the floor to just <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait wait <laughs> uh, uh, wait a guy hit you i mean it's <laughs> he hit me with his car oh. this is the same one that stalked me for 10 years Okay, so he stalked you for 10 years. So do you want to hear the story now? Yes, story time. Here we (laughs) go, story time. (laughs) All right, story time. So I dated this guy, uh, and I was was 19 when I broke up with him. So this is is a while ago. Um, Lost his virginity to me, which is an immediate red flag. Like, terrible. Um, Yeah. So I got to college, and I was like, oh, shit. Let's start the whole phase. I was a young bloomer. Um, and so I broke up with him. Like, I'm listen, I'm not a cheater. I, I just fundamentally don't find any value in it. I don't like, I just don't believe in it. And so I was like, I'm going to break up with him. So I broke up with him. Um, immediately after breaking up with him, he would, he dropped out of school and then would go to my college and drive through all of the parking lots in my college. Uh, and there were a lot, uh, and park behind my car so I couldn't leave. Just so that he could talk to me. <laughs> uh-huh. What? That's, this is only the beginning of the story. Um, so I ended up having to get police escorts to my car. Uh, and I would park in different parking lots. Like, this was a huge campus. I would park in different parking lots, and he would always find my car and always park behind it. Um, so I ended up getting police escorts. Uh, he ended up leaving me alone for a while. Uh, and then I get a phone call from my neighbor asking if anybody was home. I was still living at home at the time. Uh, And they were like, you know, they called my parents. They called me. They were like, is anybody home? And we were all like, no, why? Well, because Stephanie's boyfriend, they didn't know that I had broken up with him. 
Stephanie's boyfriend is trying to break into the house. So we call the police. Police show up. They arrest him. He gets taken away. Restraining order filed. Like two months later, they find him breaking into my house again. uh, But he made it successfully this time. And he is trying to slit his wrist in my bathroom with a disposable razor. And I was like, you fucking idiot. Now you just have a smooth wrist. Get the fuck out my house. Uh, Wow. So that happened. Yeah. He was he was nuts. Um, we ran it then and I lived in New Jersey at the time. North Jersey is very small, albeit a very large area. You run into people that, you know, all the time, uh, graduate college, go on about my life. Things are fine. I get a random phone call at like one o'clock in the morning. Mind you, it is now like four to five years since I have broken up with him. Random phone call in the middle of the night. It's like two o'clock in the morning. It's his best friend. Steph, I just wanted to let you know that so-and-so got into a car accident I was like, I'm sorry to be rude, but what the fuck does that have to do with me? Well, you should feel bad. He was arguing about you. I was like, yeah, we broke up five years ago and he has a new girlfriend. He was in the car with his new girlfriend. They got into an argument about me five years later. So that I was like, listen, that being said, it's all well and good. Don't ever call me again. Like, this is bullshit. I don't I don't care. Left it at that. What the? Um, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, wait, it gets worse. Okay. Wait, just <laughs> It gets worse. There's more. Oh, wait, there's more. So after, after like three or four years, like my phone number has been the same for 20 years at this point. Uh, he calls my phone and I didn't have the number saved. So I picked it up and he's like, hey, it's me. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, and I haven't talked to him in, in God knows how long. So, you know, I was just like, whatever. Uh, and he was like, I just wanted to let you know that I've been seeing a therapist and I want to apologize for everything that we've been through. And I was like, we haven't been through shit. You've been through some shit. I've been living my life. Um, but he's like, I wanted to apologize. I know that I put you through some shit when we were younger. And I was like, all right, cool. It's water under the bridge. I don't care. Like, I'm glad you're getting the help that you need, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he end, he tried to end the conversation with, hey, listen, I think we should meet up for lunch so that I can apologize in person. And I was like, listen, oh, that's not necessary. Yeah, I was like, that's, that's not necessary. Like, I'll, I'll take your apology now. No, I think we should meet up. I was like, no, I'm good. You fucking bitch. You ruined my fucking life. I hate you. I hope you die. I was like, all right, cool. I'm glad that therapy's working out for you. And I hung up the phone. <laughs> like two years later he calls me again and he's like listen i'm sorry for the way that things went the last time we talked i accepted a job in south carolina and i'm moving i was like all right whatever congratulations and uh he goes can we get a cup of coffee so that i can say goodbye i was like bro i said goodbye to you 11 years ago i'm not going to say goodbye to you now you stupid cunt, I fucking hate you. And it like blew up on me all over again. I hung up the phone, blocked his number, everything. He messaged me on Facebook, tried to apologize. I was like, nah, I'm good. Come to find out, he never had a job offer in South Carolina. He never moved to South Carolina. You know where he moved? Where? One mile away from my parents' house in New Jersey. Are you fucking kidding me? Look, He moved into the same town that my parents live in. Dear Norman Bates, okay. <laughs> you, you, what the? F- what you know? This what? is the level of fucking crazy that I have dealt with. This is beyond petty. This is clinically insane. 
I've never heard of no shit like that before. I've never seen it to uh-huh. a magnitude. Like, I thought the email was bad. So, yeah, you definitely escalated that situation. If anybody is right mm-hmm. now listening to us talk, please leave a voicemail. <laughs> I, I need to hit it. Like, if you have a story that's popping that, I will, I will cash <laughs> after you 20 bucks. If you can come up with yeah. a better story that is more convincing than that one. More importantly, it has to be yeah. true. I'll, I promise you, I will cash after y'all 20 bucks for the, the wildest story. It will be a, a contest. We'll do a contest for the wildest fucking story we can hear from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, years. it's 11 years. And he still, on occasion, will try and, and find ways to reach out to me. He's created fake social media accounts. Like, it's it's crazy. It's cra- Let's listen to these two voicemails, because I, I sincerely hope that there is a story that either is in solidarity with me and is like, I understand how crazy men can be or like definitely tops what I just said. <laughs> I want to know I'm not alone. Damn. What type of rainbows <laughs> and glitter and angel wings you have to, to have dudes hitting you with a car? I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked right now. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, dang, you must just... It must just be flowing from heaven between your legs or something. I don't know. That's that's crazy. I'm I'm shocked. You know, I actually I actually missed that part of the story. So in the in the time that the the, the hitting the car happened during the time that he was stalking my car in the parking lot of my college. So he parked behind my car one day and it had been a while. And so I I stopped getting the police escorts to my car and he was parked behind my car. And like, he got into an argument with me. Mind you, this has been like a year plus since I had broken up with him. And I knew in my heart of hearts that if I walked around the front of the car, he was definitely going to hit me. So I walked around the back. This motherfucker popped that shit in reverse and still hit me. You know what? As as a friend to you, I'm going to say this: you should have just you should have just shut him, like shot his ass. Because what the fuck? Some, <laughs> some people just honestly they just have to die. I would I would rather know that you know you have a stalker and all that. You just have to shoot them because yeah. any man that will block your car in, they will do anything intentionally to harm you. But that's just that story. But then you follow it up with a dude who goes out of his way. 11 years later, I don't talk to people. I don't even have friends that I can remember from 11 years ago. Like, to me, it's just more Mm -hmm. so like stalking, though. Like, you stalked to the point where you told her that you went to a therapist. Like, that, right? You're lying on therapy right now. You're lying on mental Mm -hmm. health. He's lying on moving three states away, four or five states away. He lied about all of it. He's nuts. That just, it leads a little bit of credence to the fact that like with the whole Megan Tory thing, I know we, you know, we don't touch on it much and we're not going to, but it could be like that. And the answer, fellas, you can't say the pussy is that good that you go and do shit like that. I don't know what the fuck women can possibly do to you to take it to that level. Like, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to chalk it up to the mental imbalance associated with losing your virginity as someone. That's the only possible thing that I can, that I can attribute it to. I mean, he was definitely mentally unstable before that, but like, like he, like I imprinted it on him when that happened. I don't know. That's the only, only thing I can think of. And j- just to be clear, you weren't dating Jigsaw from Salt, right? I don't have to worry about you no. in like a warehouse, like tied to a like tub <laughs> no. or something, right? Because no, 
what the f- honestly i've heard a lot of like wild stories in my day but you start with getting hit with a car that's one of many we, we can whole episode of just that but, now, and i'm gonna hold thing. it at that what? we've got three voicemails yeah go we've ahead. got three go voicemails ahead, and let's listen to them I was with a man for 10 years. We went to high school together. We did not get along well at all. But to this day, I am remarried. And we, as in me and my one ex of 10 years, are still best friends. We talk on a daily and we have good conversation. But we just came to the understanding that we are not romantically involved, but we have good uh communication skills and um we just we have good conversations we help each other out in ways that alexa um you know that other people can't relate and there's nothing wrong with that if you're two mature individuals then there's nothing wrong with being friends i mean he has still gotten me stuff for my birthdays occasionally etc we're just friends. Yeah. And, and that's perfect. That's, that's the, totally healthy. That's the way it should be. Exactly. Not getting hit but by I, cars. Yeah. But more for me personally, like when I hear like women tell their tales of things, I've never heard a man tell an equal story. I've never heard a guy say, you know what? I, you know, I had this woman that literally would go to the end of the earth for me, you know, because she's stalking or something like that. And here's the thing, like, you know, I don't want to, like, talk too much about it, but it's more so when guys explain, hey, well, this girl was crazy and she was stalking me, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, she was stalking you because you basically told her you loved her, blah, 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 blah. And you had a, a wife or a girlfriend or something like that shit. I can understand the crazy that comes with that. I can understand yeah. the crazy. I don't understand the crazy of going out of your way out of anger for a breakup to hit someone with your fucking. I don't understand how you can stalk someone for 11 years. And more importantly, you said that he went to his current girlfriend and argued to her about you. Like mm-hmm. four years like, after he and I had broken up. Sometimes you got to let go. You, you got to mm-hmm. let go. It, the relationship wasn't a relationship. It was fun for the moment. It was cool while it lasted, but it had to end. And thank God it did, because what happens if you stay with someone like that? And you know there are a lot of people who stay in those relationships, or if they're not in a relationship with that person, they say, you know what? Let me just be a friend to them. Let me just understand why. And the next thing you know, they're on the news. Well, this person ended up going and being killed, or this person ended up being assaulted because they tried to understand or sympathize with an ex that stalked them. And it's always the men doing the stalking. It's never a situation where I look on, you know, Fox or ABC or any like news channel where it says, well, the woman decided she was going to go kill her ex-boyfriend because, you know, he didn't love her equally. Like, no, we, we 11 years. That's wow. Man. No, That's I mean, shit. I mean, there are definitely stories of women that are like, what about that woman that drove like across the country wearing a diaper? to like try and kill her ex-boyfriend like there's i mean women are fucking crazy too women are fucking crazy but that specific story i don't even know where she was from but i'm going to assume the state of florida the reason why i'm yeah she definitely was from florida (laughs) like we we all know like florida there's something in the water but more importantly like a lot of them are fucking crazy anybody that's in here from florida i'm not apologizing for that you know your state 
you know yourself. There, Florida like, man exists for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, you and I right now, we can live. Let, let, you know what? Let's play a voicemail while I find some Florida stories. So go okay. ahead and press that first. My ex husband shot a 350 pound bow and arrow over my head, standing uh, probably about four feet away from me, five feet away from me, and aimed it at my face. And then he just pulled it slightly above my head and let it go through the wall. And I felt the breeze of it going right over me as I was sitting in the chair. Okay. Your ex-husband might be my ex-boyfriend. I'm just saying. Okay. Your ex your ex-husband might be Robin Hood. Because who the fuck is shooting bow and arrows? (laughs) (laughs) Not that I sincerely hope that she pressed charges on him, because like that motherfucker's crazy. Like, you trying to kill me point blank with a bow and arrow, you medieval motherfucker? Like, <laughs> what? Your man, your man shot a bow and arrow. He's <laughs> fucking saying, you know Sir Gawain in the Green Knight over here trying to take <laughs> me the fuck out. <laughs> this, this man was dressed like Scott Steiner with the fucking chainsaw and everything. Talk- <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like, what, oh, what, shit. Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. Hold on, we got we got more voicemails. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, let's. Go ahead. He sounds like that guy from Silence of Lambs talking about puts lotion on the skin. <laughs> I'm convinced he was. Like, I don't doubt that he was not Hannibal Lecter. Um, I don't doubt that he's not still Hannibal Lecter. Uh, I have been successful in completely erasing that man from any uh, availability to me. Uh, I don't even know if he knows that I moved away from him because up until I moved to D.C., I was living within a mile of the house that he lived, that, that he moved into. So, um, yeah, it, listen, he probably eats people. I don't I don't doubt it. Let's listen to this, this last voicemail. Yeah. I had this woman that would go to the end of the earth with me. <laughs> I was dancing one day and I was in a club and a lady shined a flashlight at me. Fast forward. I ended up dating her for a while, but she had somebody else that impregnated her. Fast forward. She had a friend one time we were standing there, and she stood there and said, why are you dating this black guy, and so forth and so on. Fast forward. Things change. You understand the first few minutes of this. And I went on mm-hmm. my life. And uh, about two years later, I'm standing in the house just talking to my mother. And um, next thing I know, I get a knock on the door. Well, the girl that was standing there, bashing the other girl that I let go of because of her situation two years prior was standing at the door. I wasn't aware of this, so I answered the door, and she uh, pretty much took me on a ride, came to the door naked, and we went out someplace. Fast forward. Next thing I know, she goes bananas. (laughs) See, this is a perfect example. Like, women, like, men are just outwardly nuts. Women are calculated. Like everything we do in terms of our crazy is planned out on a timeline. Men are balls to the walls, fucking nuts. They hit people with cars. Women are like, I'm going to fuck his life up long term. Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, your stories are like, oh, my God, that shit happened because men are trash and men ain't shit. The only equivalent I have to that is... The movie A Thin Line Love and Hate when fucking Lynn Whitfield was beating her own ass with a sack of oranges. That's the only equivalent that I have. That's the I only have thing also I say, you know seen what? that happen in real time. Wait, you've seen somebody beat themselves up with oranges? 
no, not beat themselves up with oranges, but beat themselves up in an effort to to make it seem as though they were part of a domestic violence uh, assault. Ooh. Ooh, boy, yeah. mm-hmm. Yo, I am like, I attract crazy people. Like, I'm a fixer by nature. And so I just, I don't know if I just let off an energy that like makes people believe that I'm going to make them better. But yo, my life just attracts crazy ass people. Yeah. Let's let's find out this let's hear this last voicemail. Yeah. Well, it's been nice listening to y'all, but I gotta go. Have a good night. Oh, you have a good night too, misunderstood. Wow, that is absolutely crazy. Good grief. So mm-hmm. let, let's try let's let's try to talk, uh, tie a bow on this one because this, this is a yeah, great yeah, yeah. first episode. First, yeah, we you know. derailed this entire conversation, but good grief. But that's what happens when you have good listeners who actually have commentary that not only matters. We appreciate all of you, but when you have stories that you can relate to, and more importantly, you don't hit people with cars. We love you, and we <laughs> hope that we could like give you some content. So. Oh my God. Uh, wow. Where, where do we end with this? Like, I don't, how do we end with that? I don't even, I mean, this, this is just a, a sample size of all of the things that we have to talk about. And I mean, if you haven't been able to tell yet, I am a woman of many stories. So, uh, you know, Greg and I have put together a long list of topics that we want to address in the, the next coming episode. So, I mean, by all means, please follow us and, and let us know what you think about our conversations. Let us know if you have any questions. Um, if you can't tell, we've already been been very interactive with the group. We, we welcome your, your feedback. We welcome your, your engagement. Uh, and, and that's all I've got to say. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to end it like that. I, I feel like we, we, we got one more thing in this. We got one more I, thing. Listen, I'm, one. you know I can talk. So here we go. So I wanted to just ask this question, just make it a little bit lighthearted. So just to end it, I wanted to know about porn searches. The reason why I wanted to know Uh. this is because (laughs) I I was told by a friend that men's porn searches are too regular. Like they, they just don't matter. Like we just search the generic like things. So I wanted to know from a woman, more importantly, my friend, when you search for your porn, if you watch porn, what are the top three things that right off the top of your head, you know, you could possibly search for? So off the bat, I do want to say that I am not of the mindset that men just look for regular shit. Maybe it's because I've been with crazy dudes, but I've seen some really fucked up shit in my ex's porn searches. As for me, I'm a pretty regular person. Um, I think what it boils down to for me is that I don't always need to watch porn. I'm a very imaginative woman. I, and, and women just are emotional creatures by nature. Men are very, uh, men are very physical. So men mm. need that visual men need that. They, they need something to look at me as far as when that mood strikes, like I'm either look at it, maybe it makes me a narcissist, but I am either looking at something that looks like the guy that I'm dating fucking me. Or mm-hmm. I'm using my imagination and I'm going back to the guy, the last guy who hit it right. And I'm reliving that moment. Uh, so it's, it's relatively easy for me. Cause like, I mean, nobody knows my body better than I do, but like, mm-hmm. I am actually, I'd be interested in, in having a conversation with the people that actually said that guys have regular porn searches, because some of the things that I've seen are just astounding. Yeah. Okay. So for me, um, I'll, I'll I'll try to figure out what mine is. So I had to go to X videos. I had to go and type it in as we're talking live <laughs> because I, 
here's the thing. I never remember my porn searches in the moment. I just, I end up searching for one category and I end up in like dark. <laughs> it's like, you, you might start at like amateur black or something like that. And by mm-hmm. page 32, you're like, what the fuck am I in? Like, this isn't amateur black anymore. Like, what this, this is no longer porn. It, it went from being porn to being like circus shit. You're like, what the fuck? Like, so... You know, yeah. for me, I, like amateur is probably number one. Like I, I, I look at amateur porn. The reason why is because the the real porn that has like a producer and shit like that. I just I feel like I can't relate, and I'm trying to feel a little bit differently. I want to feel like homemade. So homemade, like amateur porn, is number one for me. Number two, lesbian. The reason why I like lesbian porn is because like male and woman porn is cool, but lesbians do some shit that I'm like, yo, what the fuck was that? Like I saw one woman, I saw one woman eat another lady out, and I was like, "Yo, her her tongue looked like she was literally doing a football stadium wave on this woman." And I was like, "You know what? God, God bless it. God God bless America." And I was, it, it's just it's nice knowing that like you can see women do things to please other women. It's like okay, you know that there's a connection there, and it's not like the gratuitous like you know weird dick angle of like a guy just like fucking a girl for ninety seconds and then the video ends like. It, there's some art to it, so that's number two for me. Yeah. And n- number number three, which is just very wild to me, is just big ass. I, I, the reason why I like big ass is because I, I'm a black guy in America. Like we just have this infatuation <laughs> with women who who have asses like something like a bug's life. We we like women with nice wide big asses that we ain't gonna know what to do with. And that, that's my top three of like. Porn so can I, I ask have, you what the appeal in that is? Like that are you like. My assumption is that you're talking about something like a Kim Kardashian ass. No, no. Here's the thing. No, there's a difference. There's a difference between a big ass and an ass that doesn't belong on the body. Kim Kardashian's ass doesn't okay. belong on her body. When I say a big, like a big okay. ass, it doesn't. It doesn't have to look like you have like a sack of coins and you're about to head to Coinstar. Like it doesn't have to look. Like <laughs> it, yeah, it, I mean, and that's that's my. That's my kind of uh, my issue with men who like big asses because like people will worship Kim Kardashian and like it d- you're right it does not fit her body and it's like this woman looks like she just shat her pants and hasn't gotten to a bathroom yet to empty it out like it just doesn't work for her body exactly. it looks like she shit herself yeah the the, be- the okay. best like relation i can say is one of my friends said something to me about women with big asses and he said the ones that look like they have the, the Dr. Miami ass, it's like it looks like you're fucking mm-hmm. a pillow because either way you hold the pillow, it's going to come out lopsided. And right in that moment, I went and I was like, you know what? I've got to look at a video. So if you go and look at a porn, the next time you go and look at porn and you decide to look at a woman with a big ass, just look at the way that a, a guy grabs a woman with like one of those big fake asses. If he's grabbing her left cheek and the right cheek just instantly gets smaller, you know her ass is fake. And that shit's not sexy to me. Like, yeah, the the fake lips, the fake tits, the fake ass, like it's just all ugly. But more importantly, I just I, I'm a nasty guy. But when it comes to <laughs> seeing a, 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 a really when you see a really big ass, I just I have the like the notion of her farts must stink. I don't know why. I just feel like if you have to, <laughs> like if you, if you, you have, like, really a, are fucking nasty. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no debating that. No, and, and the reason why I say that is because you, you, you have to, this is anybody who's listening to me right now, y'all probably like this nigga is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but w- w- think about it. Like, like Kim Kardashian of all people. The reason why like I go to Kim Kardashian for like the ultimate fake asses is because I say her farts must stink. 
Kim Kardashian looked like she can't properly wipe her own ass. And that hurts me to know that. Like, you have this big ass that you spent like five, six thousand dollars for, and you have to go and get like re injections. Like, this is not the common cold. It's not a flu shot. You don't go and just get no. injections to upkeep your ass. Now, I do like the tabletop asses. I'm talking about the auntie at the cookout asses. You ever you ever been to like one of your yeah. friends' cookouts and they got that that aunt or that cousin and everybody knows who she is? Even her family members, are like, yo, I don't know. Like, if she wasn't my cousin, I'd hit it. Like everybody has somebody at that like a cookout. But here's like here's my issue with that. Here's my issue with that. And 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 this is something that that I'd like for you to provide clarity on as a man. Like uh-huh. in my experience, men who appreciate an ass like that do not appreciate the rest of the body type that comes with it. Yeah. For, for me, you, you can't, can't have, have your big... cake and eat it too. Yeah. But for, for me, as a man, you can't have a big ass and then have trash pussy. Kim Kardashian proved to us, you can have a big ass and not fuck. That is That right there yeah. can be an instant turnoff. That's why when I look at Instagram models, I, I, I have two categories. I have the Instagram models where it's like, she made it in the gym. And then I have the ones that made it at the factory. There's two. There's only two. There's no in-between. So when you see Kim Kardashian, no. I instantly, I'm instantly like, she can't fuck. But if I know you can do squats, if I know that your butt looks halfway natural, I'm like, hey, she might be good. But honestly, a lot of men, when they see fake asses, including myself, when I see a fake ass, I'm just like, nah. Like, it's no longer cute anymore. It's like when you see somebody's ugly baby that they swear that it's cute. You're like, you know what? That baby, ain't re- that baby ain't really that cute. But, but, but the thing is, but the thing is, you have to lie. You have to lie. But like, you know what? I'm gonna just like the picture anyway because whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we got we have seven fucking voicemails. Yeah, go so, ahead. Hit those up. You better, girl. You better watch some porn, girl. That's how you satisfy your relationship. Get it in. You know, I hope you ain't one of them girls don't know how to, you know what I'm saying, ride on that D. Oh, oh no, let me let me clear this up right now. I watch porn. I have watched porn in relationships. My, I've had boyfriends where we've watched porn together and we have reenacted what is happening in the porn. Like, that is not a, a lacking thing. I'm just saying that I don't need porn in order to satisfy myself. That That's the, the clarity there. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. We still got more voicemails. Oh my God. Here we go. Lesbian porn be the best. I saw one woman eat another lady out, and I was like, yo, oh, I guess she was listening. I won't, I won't disagree with her. Women know what women like. Yeah. Yeah. I can't agree. No, that's all, that's agree. all I got. A woman knows a woman's body, and so, you know, I'm not even going to disagree with that. Yeah. Let's see. What else we got? <laughs> like, big ass is a black guy in America. Oh my God. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> Oh, yes. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Anissa. Like, oh, my God. We got four more. Four more. Yes, sir. You absolutely right about that. I'm with you with that one. Big ass all the time. Yeah, man. Like, see, Nate, he, he appreciates a big real ass. I know Nate is the type of nigga, and I don't even know him. I just know he's the type of guy when he sees a, <laughs> when he sees a nice ass, he knows a nice ass. And honestly, as a man, like me personally, just my first three things I notice on a woman is one, her teeth two her feet and three everything else in between like you know i don't know the personality because she hasn't opened her mouth yet she hasn't opened her mouth so i don't know her but if your feet are like if your feet cute i'm like all right she she she's good if your teeth are like you ain't got veneers and shit like that i'm like oh yeah okay that, that's the one she she's good 
But if you got one of them bug life asses, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Why? Who raised you? Who raised <laughs> And then this is a conversation for another time, but I want to understand what differentiates an ass man from a titty man. But that that we'll we'll put we'll touch that subject at another at another place in time. Lisa, yeah, we're yeah. building up voicemails here. Yeah, here we go. I was uh hey Greg, and then um I don't know how Steph, Donald, Steph. All good. I tap into that real quick. The fascination is like coming from me, and I'm black, and I like pussy. Um, is is that we came from like the hips of a female? So the bigger they are, the more attractive it is, because that means we get to move around in it. And so you know, like you came from something, you're gonna try, spend your entire life trying to get back into it. So the fascination is it's not, it's not really sexual. It's just more like, damn, that shit pops out. And, like, we liked it. Like, it's got style. You know, a girl that got a big ass, she going to twerk it and move it like no one else that got that type of size ass. So it, it's attractive, period. But to, you know, highlight, it's because that means it's a bigger vessel. Like, it's a bigger shit. Something to move around in. Yeah. Oh, okay, wow. so we look, we're looking at the natural instinct side of things now, exactly. the scientific part of it. Yeah, yeah. He said he want he is an assologist. He said he wants to move around in it. Like <laughs> he, he said he wants to move around in it. You, you got to be a nigga who really loves ass. If you can say, you know what, I want to move around in it. You don't want to just hit it. You want to move around it. Like that's a, it has a maze and a map that comes with it. But we got five more voicemails. Here we go. Dog, I just tapped in at the right moment because I'll be feeling like bitches with the fattest, prettiest, sexiest booties first smell the worst too. That's crazy (laughs) as hell. Yo, it's the truth. I, I, I swear to God, like, no, just the, 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 the next time you're on Instagram or, or everything I love, it's hard to even get this out because it's so funny. But just imagine the next time you go on Instagram, right? Just look at those Instagram models who got some big fake hands and be like, "Yo, like she will blow up your bathroom." <laughs> Yo, this podcast is already so enlightening for me this is the most amazing experience of my life i love this shit hold on we got we got some more voicemails jesus christ but don't everyone's farts stink isn't that like the nature of flatulence no 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 no, no. This, this flat no not mine then, mine smell like roses and fucking cotton candy no. okay here we go so i also don't have a surgically enhanced ass Exactly. But think about that. That's that's what I was about to say. So when it comes to imagine having a fake ass that's made of plastic and having a fart, like imagine taking that girl on a date to Chipotle and you already know she got a fake ass, but then she goes to your bathroom after your bathroom now is going to smell like the extra guacamole, the white rice, the fucking, you know, mild, medium corn and salsa. And then it's going to smell like burnt plastic. That shit, nothing. This, this is the, that's the perfect analogy. Which fart smells worse? One that you fart in cotton underwear or one that you fart in a plastic bag? Hey, hey, see, look at you. Look at this. This is why we do this show. Because honestly, <laughs> I, I didn't ever think that was going to be a thing. Here we go. We got more voicemails because Jesus. Let's Christ. go. Let's go. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't Kim K look like Princess Baller from the movie Ants. That's a throwback for y'all. Oh, but hey, Greg, I agree with you, man. Big <laughs> asses all day, man. And shout out to tastyblacks.com. You look at it, it's the best porn site ever. Just throwing that out there. Mm-mm-mm. So shout, shout out to him for talking about Tasty Blacks. So if you need to get your fix in, Tasty Blacks is one. 
XNXX is one. Um, X videos is one. But when you when you go to X videos, you got to make sure you filter properly. When you go to them, when you took, you know, you do your search and everything, make sure when you do your search, do the recents, but also do the views. Don't go and bullshit yourself and you end up watching, you know, a black guy fuck a fake cop. Like, you don't want no shit like that. But there's that. Um, what else do we have? We got five more voicemails. Here we go. I feel like you really don't have to lie. Like, I kind of feel like if it's an ugly baby, it's an ugly baby. If you don't like fake asses, like, which I personally don't, just be honest about it. It's like, sorry, no. Yeah, but here's, here's, here's the thing, bro. Like, when it comes to fake asses, you're not going to lie. Like, think about it. If Kim Kardashian right now to you, and me personally, just to the voice, last voicemail, I feel like Kim Kardashian doesn't look the same way she did 10 years ago. 10 years ago, you remember the movie Aladdin? Kim Yo, Kardashian looked 10 like 10 years Jafar. ago, she looked like Jafar. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, she did. <laughs> Yo, I, like, she, like, I swear to God, she did. She had the chin, she had the nose. All she needed to do was go and steal the magic, you know, the genie bottle, and she would have been that. But then, you know, mm-hmm. she, su- she, she sucked herself some dick, and next thing you know, she, she the queen. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure if we ever get this podcast off the ground and we become famous, I'm going to have to face I feel like we're going to, Greg. Let's, let's yeah. be hopeful here. But let's be hopeful. But, you know, just to, like, you know, encapsulate that when it comes to, like, a big ass, like, we men appreciate a big ass. We don't appreciate a fake ass. Will we like it on Instagram? Yes, because we're some filthy creatures. Like, the only thing that's nastier <laughs> than a man with, like, a, his dick in his hand is probably turtle sex. And that, that's literally, like, the bottom <laughs> of the bottom. So, you know, let, let's, let's get through these voicemails because, Jesus Christ, we got so many voicemails still. Here we go. We really do. They keep coming uh, Yeah, okay. So, I've also, I, so, I've kind of noticed this, that that I, I think sometimes women with really nice asses or any nice particular feature, you know, they get sort of like touch bored or something. Like they've been touched so many times and so many variations that they've seen it all. And so, you know, it's like you touch her ass and, she, you know, she doesn't respond as, you know, uh, vigorously as, as the as days gone by. is uh, something I've noticed on a tactile level. All right, goodbye. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, I, I want to respond like, to that. Thank you, Dylan. I, I appreciate you approaching that. I do want to respond to that. As a woman who has had a hoe face herself, there may or may not be touch boredom there. However, I am a woman who knows what I like. So, yes, I've been touched many times. Yes, some people have done it right. Yes, some people have done it wrong. But when I find the guy who does it right, it feels brand new every time. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it, it, I mean, I think it's just a matter of, of doing, doing what she likes and every person is different. Like I, like what I like is not what other people like and, and vice versa, but it, yes, that can happen. But in my own experience, it doesn't because when, when someone does what I like without me prompting them, it's brand new. Yeah. For, for me, when it, when it comes to a fake ass, when I, when I hit that shit, like, if that shit feel like memory foam, like, I slap it and it don't move, I don't want it. I, I want the ass to jiggle. When, 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 I, when I slap your ass, like, think about it. You, you in the kitchen, your young lady is cooking for you, she making dinner, and she, you, you know for a fact you just want to tap on the ass. You smack on the ass and that shit don't move, you should not be messing with her. She is a heathen. You you don't want to do that. Just, just stay, stay away from her. Stay real, away real from the ass 20- that slaps back. 
exactly. If her ass literally <laughs> stares at you like a dog would if you didn't feed them for three days, like just stay the fuck away from her. Her ass is not real, number one. And number two, her farts probably stink. Just take that into account. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We, we, we still got six days left. Oh my God. <laughs> he know all about the booty. Yes, I am a he's booty. Seen, like, I, he is a booty man. He's a booty aficionado, this guy. Well, here's, here's the thing. I love boobs. I love boobs. But the ass is something special. Like, there's nothing like seeing a woman in a sundress. You can honestly not even have an ass. But with a sundress, that shit is beautiful. It is glorious. It will make your day. Tits, they naturally make your day. You can see a woman with tits and everything like that, but it's fine. But for me, there's something special about a really nice ass. When I say nice ass, like, she could just be wearing, like, what do you call it? Um, If you're a nurse, like, what are the pants that they wear? Um, Scrubs. Like, uh, sh- Scrubs, right? Like, have you ever been to, like, the hospital? As a guy, if you were listening to me right now, you know what I mean. If you've ever been to a hospital, to the doctor's office, and you see a nurse in some scrubs, you're like, oh, my God. Where, where did that? Some things are supposed to hide. Tits, you can't hide. Ass, like, my God. You know what? Let, let's get to these voicemails, because now, instead of having... Listen, we're, we we're building them up. We are backlogged here, man. <laughs> yes, here we go. We're just going to play. Here we go. Hell no, everybody fart don't stink. It depends on what you do and what you eating. Cause hey, I was in I was sleeping with a bitch one time and she was sleep. I wasn't even sleep actually. And this bitch farted up under the covers and I was ready to smell it so I could find a reason to leave. But I could not smell shit. So I stayed over there with her. <laughs> <laughs> that's the greatest that's yo. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, let me go. Let me go. Oh, you are so fucking funny. You are very funny, boy. <laughs> so, that's I think that was about you, Greg. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, no, I've always thought Kim Kardashian was overrated. Anyways, never really saw what other people were talking about. Everybody yeah, thinks man, she's overrated. Let's go to the next one. Hey, here's a- yeah, let's go. I'm trying to share the damn convo, but I don't know how you do it. I just started using this app a couple of days ago. What's up, Lottie? Here we go. <clears throat> I come to find out in my years of experience that a lot of females had bad sex experience more times than they had good sex experience. And I don't like that shit. Y'all need to come on and join Death Row if that's the case. I will yeah, agree. I, agree. I have. I'm a better faker of orgasms than I am of acknowledging that I'm actually having one. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're not gonna just gloss over that. We mm-mm, mm-mm. let's go back. <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back. Wait, can, can, can you can you say it louder for the people in the back, please? Because I don't think I they heard said what that. I, I am a better faker of orgasms than I am at it actually acknowledging that I'm having one. Holy shit. Wow. My I've Lord. got some Academy Award performances <sighs> under my belt. See, this is why we wouldn't watch your ex videos. We would not watch your film. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so let me see. We, we got, oh shit, somebody, we got eight more voicemails. Here we go. <laughs> hey, man. If you slap her ass and your hand get a bruise, yeah. <laughs> You might want to exit stage left. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. Shout out to Mr. Yeah, booty. Hey, that shit do be hitting, though. You ain't even got to have no booties to wear no sundress. So when you put that sundress on with them no panties, that motherfucker is going to, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Bring that ass here, baby. Exactly. This shit is clarity. I'm loving it. Oh, there we go. You're probably talking about the nice ass where you do like on Friday where they're sitting on the porch and they're both like, damn. damn. Exactly. 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 We're going to keep going. Okay. So maybe possibly new topic. Um, how do y'all feel about legs slash can we, can we enhance the leg? Is there going to be leg enhancements in the future that we have to worry about? For, uh, for our children. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank, thank you, Dylan. So for me, like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to like over talk stuff, but when it comes to this, I thought about it and I was like, if you have women who make fake legs and, you know, do surgery on their legs, you know what's coming next. There's going to be a counter of men with big, fake, fat dicks and women don't need that trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> Coming from just a fitness perspective, legs are the kind of thing, like the kind of body part that are just easily toned, easily made muscular. Like they're easy to look good uh, as long as you try, you know, squats, leg lifts, um, you know, calf raises, whatever. Like the muscle builds pretty quickly there. Um, But (laughs) I wouldn't have gone so far as to say dick enhancements, Greg, but I have seen guys get like, I've seen guys get like ab implants and chest implants. And so it's, I mean, it's neither here nor there. Like it's unnecessary body bodily implants. And, and, you know, I think after a certain point, it's just this, an insecurity overall that like, I don't like this body part. I don't feel good about it. I'm going to like, I'm not going to do the work that require that it requires to, to make look better. I'm just going to pay for it. Like that's what it boils down to for me. I, I feel you stuff, but I'm telling you this now. It is 2020. So in 2022, when we're still doing this podcast, I'm like, remember back in October 2020 when I said that the next big trend is going to be guys putting like inflatable plastic in their dick. They're going to be paying five to ten thousand dollars to get inflatable dicks. Think about it. We can inflate basketballs. We can inflate. Listen, men have been fucking, listen, y'all have Viagra, y'all have Cialis, y'all have horny goat weed, y'all have penis pumps. Men have been trying to make their dicks bigger for years. Like, yes, I don't doubt that that's going to be a thing. I just think that, like, there's, there's, it's not the equivalent of leg implants. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's fair. That, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We, we got six. Jesus. We got six more voicemails. That was We're very fun. I like that one, man. I'm gonna use that online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you. Shout out. Shout out. Here we go. We got. Damn. I had this one chick sitting next to me one time. She farted, and it smelled like strawberries. Real deal. Real talk. One hundred. Yo, you need. Yo, I need her diet. diet. First of all, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. You, you, you trying to tell me she farted? Yeah. Like, I guarantee what? you she either sprayed something in her underwear or shoved something in her asshole. There is no way that exactly. is naturally occurring. Exactly. Yeah. That is not her fart. That is the scent of her plug because there's no fucking way that she <laughs> is out here farting strawberries. There's no way. I don't want to hear that shit. I, I don't want to hear it. Here we go. We got four it's, just some, it's just something about Rihanna that I just don't believe. Like She just talks freaky as hell. It's just something about me that tell me there's something about her that tells me that she can't take no fucking dick. Like, seven strokes in, she's probably going to bust three nuts and then hit, hit you with that little forearm females always do when they want to knock you up by the pussy and be like, I'm good. 
Please stop. Something about Rihanna, and I can't believe. And she's slim with it, too. Little slim girls can't never take no dick. I'll box her shit up and be like, man, we have the birthday cake and rude boy and shit, bitch, man. Now I see why Chris Brown bopped your ass up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right, all right, all right. Lottie, I got so many things to say to that. I'm sorry, Greg. I don't mean to overtalk you, but I got so no, many go, things no, to no, say. Go ahead, go One, go ahead. it is not a detriment that women can come fast and furious. Listen, it happens. We are fortunate in that. It is the one thing that nature gave us that is an upper hand to men. We can come a lot. Early, fast, easy. It's great. Don't ever downplay that. Two, (laughs) Rihanna went from like Ponder Replay to smack me with a shovel in the face. So like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're right. It's not believable. Because like, that that kind of transition is just like, all right, come on. Let's let's not be real. Okay. The last point I will make about that. Mm-hmm. I don't condone domestic violence. Chris Brown beat the shit out of that girl. I'm not a big fan. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't condone it. I don't enable that statement. However, mm-hmm. I agree with everything else you said. I do too. Now, everybody knows me. If you don't know me, you know one thing is I am a Chris Brown fan. I feel like that man has come out with a lot of good albums, a lot of good songs. And more importantly, your favorite song has probably had Chris Brown on it. But we're not talking about Chris Brown like that. We're talking about Rihanna. Now, you said Rihanna can't take no dick. Here's the thing. I don't care if she can't. She can have mine. I will cut it off in <laughs> if she wants it. <laughs> so j- j- just, just, in case, just in case she says she can't take dick, here, take mine and take it with you. Because, geez, do you know how – Rihanna is Rihanna is so fine that Beyonce, Beyonce knows, Beyonce knows Carter. She won't even let Jay-Z that much closer to her anymore. Do you know how many years we thought that Jay-Z was fucking Rihanna? Do you know how many, like, so, honestly, I think that's why we don't get a Rihanna album. It's because you know she's on Rock Nation and Beyonce's like, hey, uh-uh, you a threat. Rihanna out here selling. So I know another conversation for another conversation yeah, for ahead. another day. Jay-Z is the perfect example that money talks. Oh, oh boy. Oh, see, you, you, you're taking them to church. I see you. I see you. But here, you know what? Six more voices. We want, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do the voice. Yeah, no, let's get through these voicemails. So here we go. That's why a lot of y'all females out here don't get uh, the whole hundred percent. That's why most of y'all females out here get like fifteen percent, and the ones that get fifteen percent, shit, they be feeling like they got the hundred percent, and they be acting up. What the hell going on around there? Let me know. Put me on the money. All right, shout shout out. So to here's Nate, the deal, Nate. Nate, Nate, you are not wrong, but here's the deal: women know that they can act up and that's why they do it because men love crazy pussy. That's all I'm going to say. Men love a crazy chick's pussy. And so women are going to act up because they know they can, because they know you're not going anywhere. That's it. This is, this is coming from automobile Steph who got hit by a fucking car. This is also from my co-host who ended up getting stalked for 11 years and it may not even been a sexual thing men don't really know what they want until it's already gone so this is mm-hmm. just that we got we, we got more voice wait okay i could have sworn we had six voicemails now we got six hey shout out to the sundresses for real and just like my boy said if you got that sundress on and that booty moving around like the cabbage patch 
Oh man, it's amazing. <laughs> hey, heaven to a God. Lord have mercy. Thank you. Yo, Mr. CZ threw it all the way back with the cabbage patch. With the cabbage patch. We're gonna try to get through more of these voicemails. Here we go. <laughs> this nigga said big fake what? Big fake fat dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A new topic. All the men out there. Because I've had my brother tell me, oh, yuck. But, yeah, real talk. Um, all the men out there, who really likes to eat pussy? I love to eat pussy. And there's some women who say, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Why not? You don't want to squirm? Shit. Make you squirm, make you squirt. That's the best way to go. Okay, one of those women are a very, very small minority. And Wait, two... I've never met a man that doesn't like to eat pussy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. From, that, from, from now on, shout out to you. All I'm going to say is this. That is the way I'm like, if I were ever to become single ever again in life, I'm going to start saying like, instead of saying, do you want to fuck? I'm like, you don't want to squirm? That is the wildest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> right. Y'all want to squirm? Y'all want to squirm? <laughs> Yo, what? I'm, I'm going to hit yeah. the next... I'm mean, like, make me squirm, make me squirt. Do it. Man, what? Oh, my God. Here we go. Next voice. I don't condone domestic <laughs> violence either, but I'm just making... It was just literally... It was a joke. Damn. I'm sorry, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all hear me, I love women. I don't put my hands on women. That I don't do that shit. It was just a joke. I'm sorry. No, nah, cool, it's cool, Lonnie. I, said, I, I figured it was a joke, but I just, I wanted to put my, my stance out there because like I said, I'm opinionated shit. And I'm going to tell what people what I think. That's it. Exactly. All right. So we got about like 10 more minutes. So what we're going to do is we're going to go and get these six out the way and then we're going to say our exit. We're going to do another show next week. I say like what next week, like next Wednesday, we'll do another one. We'll get next the, Wednesday. The tune on in. Yeah. So here we go. Chris Brown and Chris Brown, my nigga, he can get a pass for that shit. Hey, he can get a pass for that. He makes some good ass music. He can sing like a motherfucker. And bitches used to tell me I look like him. So I fuck with Chris Brown. Shit. I don't think I do. I don't think I look like dog. But I fucks with him though. He makes some good ass music. I love Michael Jackson. He just like the second and a half coming to Michael Jackson, I guess. Bruh. Agreed. This man Chris this man Chris Brown, even though he did some stalker shit. Like we talked about in the show earlier, he literally did a song where he screamed out Karuchi on a song that had nothing to do with Karuchi. That's why he's in my top five. Period. But ne- next voice. Oh, hey, hey, you, you ain't lying about that shit about Rihanna and Beyonce being competition. Because that's why Jay Z don't really be promoting uh, J. Cole like that. Because that nigga's a beast and he already know J. Cole coming for that spot. Exactly. Exactly. Here we go. Mm-hmm. You ain't lying about that. Because every girl I had is crazy. I got one stalker right now. I'm already married, and my wife is crazy. So all Spanish girls, I believe, is crazy. You got black girls, that's crazy. But you got them Spanish girls, oh, my God. They don't play with they come to their men. They'll cut you. They'll shoot you. They'll do anything to you just to hurt you. Wait, they'll shoot you? That's a conversation for another day. I'm not crazy. Exactly. I'm Hispanic. I'm Cuban. I'm not crazy, but I am a spiteful ass bitch, and I will cut you to the fucking core and then let you Man, go. What? So I mean, exactly. I'm not totally doing what you're saying, 
But to, to clarify your statement, all women are some level of crazy. We all are. Mm. We all know it. We may deny it, but we all know it. Mm. Four more voice notes. Right. We're going to get these done and we be out. Oh, uh, no. See, that's what you wrong at. I'm crazy. And I ain't even playing when I say I'm crazy. Like, I don't mean I go to your phone and then be mad. Nah, bitch, I'm crazy. Don't play with me like that. Bitch, hey, nah, hell nah. I don't, ain't no bitch acting up on me no more because I'll get to acting up worse on her ass. I ain't gonna put my hands on you, but bitch, I'm gonna I'm a hold the fuck out your ass. You gonna feel like a piece of shit when I'm done. I'm like, damn, this nigga really just cheated on me every day of the summer. All day and didn't get caught and then told me about it. Oh my god, I have to kill this nigga. You ain't gonna kill me though, because then I got sisters. Yeah. Come on, crazy. Bitches don't even be crazy for real though. They just be dumb as fuck. That's really what it be. If you really think about all the crazy women you dealt with, they're not even crazy because they probably never put their hands on you or did no crazy shit. They just stupid as fuck and emotionally distressed. Think about it. Oh, oh boy. Yo, Lonnie, you are something else, bro. Hey, yo. Hold on. I ain't even mad, though. I'm not even mad. He's just something else. I love him. Okay. Um. That's why I was laughing. Like, this nigga just said squirm. He ain't say bust a nut. He ain't say come. He ain't say climax. That nigga said squirm. Like, what kind of shit is. I ain't about to make no bitch squirm. That means he's trying to get away. <laughs> what? Oh my God. But I ain't gonna lie, I do, I, I do beat bitches up though. I do beat bitches up. I get their ass in the bed, I take them drawers off, and get them box. Yeah, I box that motherfucking pussy up to death. She be feeling like I beat her ass when I'm done. Like I can't move, I can't sleep, I can't eat, can't do shit. Hey yo, Ronnie for president, dog. Here we go. Hey, I don't mean to self promote my shit in this bitch, but uh, in eight minutes. In eight minutes, I got a little discussion going on with one of my little friends and shit. We supposed to be getting real, real funny on that bitch, talking shit, comedy, jokes, weed, all that of shit. Course. So if y'all want to tap in, y'all can follow me and shit and do that. But if not, see you at the crossroads. Yeah, you know <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yo, Lonnie has been my favorite participant so far tonight. <laughs> Hey yo! Oh my God! Our last voice note, uh, last voice note for night, and then you know we're gonna see our exit and be about here. So here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. That nigga just farted, dog. <laughs> 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 it would fucking be him. That's amazing. That's the best of way course. to close this out. Um, of course. All right, y'all. So th- this has been the first episode of our podcast that ain't got a name yet. Um, go ahead, Steph. Like this is for you. I want to say thank you for yeah. even like doing this with me, but. Just go ahead and lead us out. Yeah, this has been an experience. I appreciate you, Greg, for bringing me into this. This is the podcast with no name. And this is what you can expect from us every week. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to talk about. So keep coming back. We're looking to do this every Wednesday. And we love the fact that everybody's engaged with us. So by all means, please come back. Please follow us. Please engage us in conversation. We will follow back. We will engage you in conversation. And in, this is this has been awesome. Absolutely. And as usual, we're just going to play these three voicemails and then we're just going to be out. Here we go. <laughs> Good night to all, yo. Yeah, it was funny. It's my first night on here. I'm going to tune in again and I'm going to follow all of y'all, even Lonnie, man. Give a shout out to everybody. <laughs> So, hey, I, I'll talk to y'all. I'm following y'all right now. We'll tap in and shit later on. Peace out.
Damn, at least they didn't smell like fucking strawberries. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank y'all all for listening. Yeah. We will see y'all next Wednesday night. 10 p.m. Thank y'all so much. Bye. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. <laughs>